Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Married Man Don't Talk Talk Show right here on, well, I'm going to say it, Blog Talk. How's everybody doing tonight? Hope everybody's good in this rain. I know the rain has been crazy all day, but we inside, so we safe. So we're going to get it on this evening. Um, the Married Men Don't Talk show is brought to you by Household Stress, www.householdstress.com. Tonight's topic is, did I marry up or settle down? House rules for the night, people. No profanity. Not Bible study. We're not going to get judgmental. We're going to let Ike have his way tonight and say whatever he wants to say. <laughs> And that's what it's going to be. But anyway, sure, um, no. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I want to I ask a question on this topic. And it may not appear to have anything to do with the topic. But then again, it may. And I'm just going to say the topic again. Did I marry up or settle down? So the first question is, who is your dream actress? Anybody? Halle Berry. Who? Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Anybody else? Angela Bassett. Old school. Old school. Anybody else? Mm, I got nothing. Oh, Rodney, there's the answer, man. Come on, Rodney, it's just a question. There's an answer. There's an answer. answer. (laughs) He's not going to give it to you. I don't know you. You don't know yet? No. Let me think about it. I didn't even think about myself. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. My wife knows Halle Berry. Well, y'all already know. Y'all already know. Rodney knows. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what's her Rosario. name? Um, Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. Yeah. I can see yeah. that. I can see that. You can see that. You can see that, right? I can see that. <laughs> Does your that wife actually make? Hmm. Does your wife know? I I I don't know what she knows. It's kind of hard to tell what she knows because she doesn't always let me know what she knows. She looks so, like your wife. Yeah, she could know, but you know, you know. But I try to but, keep it consistent. But you know, you you she looks like your wife, right? Kind of sort, of, yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, kind of sort. Of, kind of sort. Of. So when, my when wife knows. Your wife know you told her. Oh yeah, my wife knows. You ask her, she'll tell you Angela Bassett all day. <laughs> so so if y'all in a a conference, let me not say marriage conference. Let me just say a getaway conference. Y'all in a hotel and at the lobby or the hotel bar having a drink, and Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett just sitting at the other side. And you sitting there with your wife. Did your wife understand that you may get up and go over there and talk to her? No. 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 no it's not going to happen? You bet I get up and talk to her. Unless you got plans to go home. I mean, I mean, it could just be, hey, let me go get this autograph right here. Uh, it's going to be we going over there and get that autograph. <laughs> really? Set up. Are you going to carry it? Are you going to carry it? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Let us go over here and get this autograph. What she need to go for? 
she want to make sure, yeah. you know, you stay in line. Why would so, you stay in line? Because she already know what's on your mind. And by her being there, it keeps you at a, at a certain angle and a certain level. It just keeps you on the level. When, when you when you with that, uh, your dream lady and your wife know, oh, no, dude, you can't go over there. And by yourself, uh, she has, your wife got to let her know that you're taken. And it's just an autograph. That's it. Mm-hmm. Even though you ain't got no shot with her. So so you just said something interesting. You said your dream lady. Yes, sir. So this person that you've never met before, you've only seen, you don't even know what she looked like in the dark. You don't know what she looked like in the morning or without makeup. You don't know what she looked like without, without no clothes on. It don't even matter. How does she get to be dream status? Because I, I saw in that movie with um, with that dude, uh, what's his name? Um, I mean, I don't want to get violent, uh, you know, vulgar here, but, you know, they it was her Billy first, Bob uh, Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. When I oh. saw that, I, was, I lost my mind. Yeah, but yeah, I was yeah. Okay. That was okay. That was one of the uh, hits. It feel good. Yeah, that was the hit, hit rewind clip right there. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you see the tattoo? Huh? Yes, yes. Everything. I saw the pimple, too. You see the pimple? The dimples? The, the pimple. I seen everything, and I was okay with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, I get that. I get that. But but now, if we were to flip it around and ask, who is your wife's dream actor? Would we even know who it is? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yep. I don't know. Everybody know? Yeah, I know. So, Rod- so hold on. So, Rodney, you even know, mm-hmm. even though you don't have one, she got one? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Ah, who Who is he? It's a guy named Dooley Hill. Y'all probably don't know him. He plays on the show uh, called Psych. Dooley Hill. What? Yep. The black dude from Yeah, yeah. He's Come on, man. Yep. <laughs> Yo, that's a basic dude, man. Well, look, look, look at Ryan. I mean, I'm saying it. That's a basic dude, man. That dude lives so, in Kingsview, man. So he, he played on the Cosby show, didn't he? He played Bud, yeah, right? Yeah, he played Bud, no, right? That's a, no, that's a totally different guy. Totally different guy. Totally I mean, different but they guy. look alike. They he could have played him. He could have. What's cracking, baby? What's up, what's up man? That's Harry. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? <laughs> so, so, you hit so, me in the head, man. We on here. So, so, so but Ike, but Ike, but Ike. You said he's a basic dude. Yeah, he's a basic dude, man. Yeah, but that—that. That I might mean, be no, he's not. No, 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 no. He played Antoine Fisher, right? No, no, I don't think he played Antoine Fisher. No, he didn't. No, yeah, no, different guy. Now, yeah, do do lay e with no. the apostrophe hill. Yeah, okay. Wow. But let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, Ronnie. How how did the conversation come up when? Your wife was telling you 
that mm, that man is something serious to me. Or that had to I shock you. No, I mean not really, because he kind of looks like me a little bit. No, not a, not a shot. Bro. No, not at all. Not at all. Not in the least. Right. Well, negative. I, negative. What's wrong? What's the guy's name again? Hold on, I got to Google this. What's the guy's name? D U L E apostrophe H I L L. He played on Red Tails and Man of Honor. He played on a couple movies. Nah, he didn't play a Man of Honor. Yeah, he did. That's a different dude. Dude, he played him. I, I, look, he played in. Yo, I know this cat. Yeah, he plays on like that detective, funny detective with yeah. another dude. Yeah, yeah. psych. Wait, so he yeah. played in Man of Honor? Yeah, he played in Man of Honor. Okay, nah, he's not a basic dude then. Okay, I got it now. Okay. I'm not he saying that either. I, hey, I, I, I'm not saying that either. I'm not saying he's not basic. No, nah, but he ain't. No, nah, Men of Honor was a good movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he played in that. But, but Rodney, I, I mean, how did the conversation come up that your wife is led to tell you that Dooley Hill is the one, you know, that guy? If she was to I mean, because she or did watches you the show him? all the time. I mean, it just, you know, she watches the show all the time, and it just, uh, you know, it just came up. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, like you said, I mean, it just kind of just came up because, I mean, she watches the show all the time. So what you ask so, me, you like, why you watch this show? And she said, oh, I just love myself from Dooley Hill. <laughs> I think she said, wow. you know, something to the effect that, um, you know, she thinks he's good looking or something, and then that was the end of the conversation. Oh, Does she think any yeah. white guys are good looking? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, has she has she like you know, what's the boy name that played in White House now? What's the boy boy name from Alabama? Tatum, uh, Tatum. What is boy Tatum, name in Twenty One Jump Tatum, Tatum, Channing. Yeah, white girls going crazy. What you think about him? He played yeah. on Magic Mike too. He played in Magic Mike yeah. too as a dancer. She has. Okay, well, I ain't know. She has oh, what? okay, okay, but. But she find white dudes attractive too, right? Yeah. Okay, because I know mine find white, Italian, Mexican, and black. You know, I, I got a regular <laughs> Benton on that. Wow! 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 That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, 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 when we talk about and those that just called in, the question for the night is: um, sorry, the topic for the night is: Did I marry up or settle down? And 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 when we talk about marry up and we talk about people that look different than the people that we married, there's obviously a reason for that, right? You know what I mean? Now, these people that we like – now, Rodney, you, you're relatively kind of close to this cat. Yes. Relatively. Relatively. Yeah. And I think my wife is relatively kind of close to that, you know, the other one you know, I'm thinking about. Yeah. Um, um, Darren, Holly Berry and your wife, what do you think? No, I mean, she had one, this one picture that she looked kind of like Janet a little bit, but, uh, but I wasn't, I wasn't going after that, that, um, that Holly Berry look, because that's just, that's one of a kind right there. Can't find that nowhere else but one spot. 
I got you. I got you. But what I'm saying is if we have this dream image, why do we marry something else? I mean, something else is attractive too. Yeah. I mean, shoot. I mean, that's just one woman. I mean, there's all kinds of beauty out there. Well, actually, I almost almost married Holly Berry. It was just one problem. I, I just never met her. So you get right, well, how you almost married then? Because I never met her. I mean, if I would have, then it would have it would have been on. You would have been. Oh, so you said all you needed was just a chance and an and opportunity. That's it. And you would have seized it. I would have shaved her toenails and bought her some new heels and the whole nine. No, you wouldn't have bought her nothing. Oh yeah, I yeah, but she she would have bought Darren, you look, That's that's real money, there. <laughs> don't don't do it. Don't don't even do it, Dave. Different concept of money, brother. Well, I had my whole plan after I after I saw that movie. I had my whole plan, and 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 maybe it's just an infatuation, you know what I mean? But you know, I start. I had a game plan after that. You know, after all these dudes start doing the wrong, I say, you know, she just needs me a nice, plain Christian man. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I would go give Angela Bassett a damn dime for my money. <laughs> No, I mean, you, you got to go straight. You got to go straight. Hell no. <laughs> I'm going to give you money for you rich. What you going to buy me? Yeah, y'all might have to go Dutch for a little while. Go Dutch for, for you know. <laughs> uh, Dutch forever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm cut from a different queue. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I got it. I'm all right with 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 it. So these things, these things aren't really that important. And picking a spouse, we do it what, for a whole different. Well, yeah. I mean, she yeah, looks so important. Nobody want to pick an ugly spouse, right? I mean, she might not look like your superstar, uh, all star, but she's still gonna look good to you. That's all that matters. Right. I got it. I got it. I got it. But what I'm saying is, it's still not a, a, a deal breaker. It seems like to just if we're talking about these 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 gorgeous celebrities, and when I'm saying gorgeous, I'm saying daylight camera gorgeous because that's how we know them made up. And these are the women that we like. Oh man, if I had one opportunity, I would whatever whatever. But then we marry somebody that looks totally different. So that tells me that it's really not that important with picking a spouse. But I could be wrong. What's not that important? That the similarity? Yeah. To the, the all-star, the, the dream. You know, exactly. Oh, yeah, no, that ain't important. Because that's, you know, that's a dream, you know. I mean, what are the chances of you meeting somebody that looks just like your dream girl? I mean, you know, a lot of us, I mean, I, I think that, you know, I think Tony probably hit it as close to the nail on the head as possible that so far I, I've seen. That if he say his dream girl is Rosario Dawson and his, his wife kind of resembles her, uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if he was going for that because I think as you told it before, you wasn't you guys wasn't even going out like that. You guys was just going out for a drink, and she asked you out. So if that was yeah. your dream girl, 
then, it seems like you would have jumped at the chance the first time you saw her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I thought my wife looked like Holly Berry when I first met her because she had a wig on. And you know that short hairstyle that that uh, Holly Berry wears sometimes with her haircut? Uh-huh. Yeah, my wife had on the wig the first time I saw her. And I was like, hmm. You know, so it came to mind. But then when she took the wig off and she had longer hair, I was like, well... It's okay. It's everything good, you know. It was everything was still good, but I wasn't thinking about Holly Berry at that point. It just kind of came to my mind when I had seen the wig. But I don't think that I was I was looking for that. I don't think that I was looking for a Holly Berry. I just it's just like a, a cartoon figure to me. Mm. Mm. A fantasy, yeah, for, you know what I mean? Yeah. For me, it was more. It was the looks, but it was the the charisma, the, the 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 personality was similar too. In certain ways that, you know, she would do certain things. My wife reminded me of her and vice versa. So it wasn't always just the looks, it was something, you know, other things. But again it was but it was it, I'm gonna say it was a coincidence, but it was let me just say it was a coincidence. I can't say it was a coincidence. All right. Yeah, it had something to do with it, the way she looked. Anyway, I'm rambling, but, you know, make a, <laughs> that's how much I'm twisted about this whole topic. You know, but anyway, so, so, so Darren, back to you, because i yes, got to get off the for a minute. Um, okay. So now that she doesn't look like, because she had that wig on, so now she doesn't look like her, right? Uh-huh. So... Do you still feel like, uh, did I really hit my mark? Well, um, it, it's, it's all the other stuff, too. You know, um, your mark is just not one spot. Your mark is, well, my mark is 10 or 15 spots, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 and and as I when I read deeper about Halle Berry, I was trying to find ways to not be so attracted to her, like, crazy so i said well i can't have that so so my and i started checking my wife to make sure she wasn't crazy but you know it wasn't it wasn't i wasn't comparing her to holly berry i was just you know comparing her to what i needed okay okay i mean i, I love burger i love, I love hamburgers, you know but i, I just can't eat them all the time Mm-hmm. I got it. I got it. And there are definitely other things that that. Yeah, I mean, we know other things coming to play with it. But to ask a question like the topic, did I marry up or settle down? How do we handle that? Ten years in, five years in. I can. I can answer it easy. I mean, I'm on my second marriage, so I know I married up. Because, you know, I got to compare. I compare my current wife to my ex-wife. And I married up on all aspects as far as looks, uh, personality, uh, IQ. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I upgraded. Big time. Okay. okay. Huge. Okay. Okay. Well, what kind Without of bullets, a doubt. Well, what kind of bullets that, that she have that's above you? Just to ask that question. What kind of bullets that you're... That your current wife have that kind of, you know, outshine yours. 
You said bullet? What do you mean? Like, is she smarter than you? Um, oh, no, my wife. You on the beach? Uh, uh, I would say she gets slightly more attention than me. If I, well, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I, that's, okay, let me, let me skip that one. Uh, Uh, my wife is a better planner than me. She's okay. she's more she pays more attention to details than I do. So that's the only <laughs> she's a better she's she's detail oriented, more detail oriented than I am. So that's the only thing she got over you. That's not the only thing. I'm sure there's a bunch of other things. If I sit here and think about it, um, long enough. She 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 better with money than you. Uh no, no, no. She would say yes. She would disagree, but I say no. I would say that we're both good with money. She's better at handling. She's better at being uh, dealing with the kids, having relationships with the kids than I am. So she got better patience. Yeah, she now yeah, she does have. She has tremendously better patience. Is that yeah. because she had kids before you came along and she had no choice but to have better patience, or is that just like a natural thing? I think I think it's I think it's a combination of a natural thing and the fact that she had kids. You know what I'm saying? I think it's I think it was something that's there already. You know what I'm saying? But I I, I didn't know her before she had kids, so I don't know. Good evening, gentlemen. Yes, sir. Oh, this is Dwayne. I was just acknowledging, saying hello. Uh, this is Dwayne Chick. Um, yeah. I was I was listening, and I didn't get a chance to get in uh, before you shift from the uh, from the looks uh, topic, and just wanted okay. to say uh, regarding that, um, you know, looks are in terms of relative because you know everybody likes something different, and looks are what attracts you, but looks aren't going to be what keeps you. Because, you know, if she looks fine, but she, yeah, they change. She's fine now, but she's 5150. So do you want to, you know, you, you kind of have to deal with her good looks, but she crazy. Or, yeah. and so, you know, you, you have to consider all of that. And, you know, the old Temptation song says beauty's only skin deep. And so, but I think that's not something that you uh, just look at or that's the only thing that's going to attract you because that's, you know, shallow thinking. And as you said, the looks are going to change. You know, we think about the uh, Hollywood, the foxy ladies that we see on TV and in the movies, but what do they look like after the the director yells cut? You know, and what type of person are they after the director yells cut? So... You know, do you want to deal with all that? Uh, if it's attitude, do you want to deal with, you know, uh, they, the word diva is thrown around so much, but, you know, do you want that at home? And so I think that's a, you know, that's a relative thing in terms of uh, looks, but that's not something that you should build uh, a long-term relationship or a marriage on because sure, sure, both of our looks are going to change. But, you know, am I a responsible guy? Am I somebody that's coming home at night? Am I going to, you know, go to work and make sure the light bill is paid? 
you know, that's what makes the difference, I think, too. If you'd ask most women and, you know, most guys, I just want somebody that's going to let me finish talking, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or uh, somebody that, you know, supports and respects and all that good stuff. I think you make a good point, um, and, I, and I think you use a great analogy about the uh, director saying cut, because in most of our houses, the director says cut every morning. Exactly. <laughs> well, I like that. That's good. That's good. You know what I'm saying? So every morning yeah. you got to figure out, well, if this director says cut, and I'm looking over at this other pillow in the morning, is that, can I can I handle that for another 5, 10, 15, or forever? Right. You know I mean, I think that that's something that we got to, we have to grasp early on, you know, because like, cause just like the brother just said, the looks are going to change. Yes. And, you know, they're going to change to some degree, but let's, for the sake of conversation, let's say, you know, you've got a Lena Horn that was fine until she passed away. You've got somebody like that. But just because they're fine in their attraction doesn't mean they're a fine person. So uh, you, have to rec- you have to acknowledge, you know, what do you want to deal with? Okay, in most cases, the looks are going to fade, but if they don't fade, what is what do they look like on the inside? And so, do I want to deal with Miss Hollywood for the next thirty years? Yeah, yeah. And so that's you know, I like in July I'll be married thirty two years. In thirty two years, my wife has changed. I've changed in terms of our physicality, uh, in terms of our personhood. I I want to say I've gotten better. My my physical attraction hasn't gotten better, but my personhood, I like to believe it has, and, you know, hers has, and that's what, you know, has made it, has allowed us to make it through, you know, 32 years. Because no matter how so good she looks, sometimes she get on my nerves. No matter how good she thinks I good, some, how good she thinks I look, because she tells me all the time I'm handsome, but three days later, she want to strangle me. <laughs> so they don't stop her from wanting to strangle me because I look good. Mm. Oh, she tells you you're handsome. Wow. Yeah, she tells me that all the time. She's I mean, 32 years later, my wife still tells me that. But she's in love, so she don't know no better. <laughs> <laughs> so did your wife have did your wife have children before you married her? Yes. Okay. How many did she have? Oh, just one. My son. My son. Well. I say he's well. He's my son. And you had so, yeah, she, as well. She had a she had a son. Yeah. No, I didn't. No, I didn't have any kids. Okay. Did, now, now, how how attached did you get with her son before you was you knew that you were with her? You knew that she before was I the wife. Uh, you know what? I honestly don't remember because. 32 years, and most of that time, he's always been called my son, so it's hard for me to remember when he wasn't. I mean, I know that sounds like, you know, something of a Hallmark card, but actually, that's actually what it is. I couldn't really say how long it took, because even in the, you know, after we got married, there was some uh, friction. I was, you know, treating him, I considered him, you know, my son, but, you know, there's friction, especially when you get around 14, 15, there's friction. But overall, uh, you know, he's always been, I've always looked at him that way. So I've always tried to connect with him, you know, having, you know, 
some ups and downs, uh, but for the most part, you know, you know, it, I've always treated him as my son. Yeah. yeah what about you, Ike? That's, that's that's well, I got that from my father. That's the way my father okay you know, would do. So, what about you, Ike? Did your your wife had children before you guys got married, right? Right. So, did you fall in love with her children? which kind of, like, obligated you to, like, man, I, I mean, these kids, they pull it on my pockets every weekend, or these kids, are, you know, they calling me, they wishing that I was a daddy now, or they want to go places and hang out with me all the time. Did you feel kind of obligated to her after the kids had kind of like their dad? or After what now? Did I feel obligated to her after what now? Like, if you, did you fall in love with her children first before you really knew you was in love with her? Uh, no, I fell in love with her first. So you can say, forget the kids, you know, me and you in it. Uh, I fell in love with her first, and then over time, um, into I developed feelings for the kids. So, um, so it took time for me uh, with the kids, uh, because when I was dating her and while we were, you know, engaged her son was in new jersey so my interactions with him were very limited and so it wasn't until he moved back here to where we uh began to you know develop our relationship mm. you know but now you know her son you know he calls me you know his dad and you know i call him my son and you know that's 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 that mm. Yeah, mine was mine was similar when I was when I was dating my wife and she has um you know, we have a daughter, but um you know in the beginning some women will not bring you around their kids for a while. Right. Right. Till they know till they know it's gonna work out. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's gonna work out. Yeah, and I was in that situation. So um when we got comfortable when she when when she deemed that, you know, our relationship was comfortable to bring her child around, a lot of months had passed by. So then I had to, you know, now it's like I've been hanging out with you the whole time and you were appear to be um, um, a single lady with no kids. Because the kids, I mean, it's not like we were taking the kid out because we weren't. The time I hung out was just me and her. So now we got this, this, this child in the mix. You know what I'm saying? So now I have to get adjusted. The kids got to get adjusted. Mama got to get adjusted. You know, so it was a little bit of a transition doing it that way. So I kind of get it. Well, my situation was when I met my wife, the first time I saw her, she had her son with her. As a matter of fact, she had her son and her uh, niece and her nephew. So she had three kids with her. And I didn't know how many of those were all hers or if all of them were hers. So it wasn't a surprise because when I first saw her, I already knew she had children. So when we started getting involved in terms of a relationship, I already knew that they were there. And so if this was going to go someplace, it automatically meant, the, you know, there was going to be a child a part of the relationship. So you was relieved when you found out all of them weren't hers. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> Just be real, Doc. Yeah, 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 yeah. It it helped. It helped. Yeah, so it helped. 
So the reason but, why I asked that question, the reason why I asked that question is because a lot of guys felt, you know, my brother, for example, he felt like obligated because uh, his wife's or ex-wife's daughter didn't have a father, and the girl, the little girl, was always like, you know, are you my daddy? Are you going to live with us? And uh, you know, you and my mommy make a good couple. He say he said it would. It almost felt like she was putting her up to say certain things, but she was just so attached to him that he kind of, you know, liked the little girl really before he liked the the woman as much as he did. The the girl just added to it. Just made it easier. And when 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 he asked her to marry him, it was more so for the daughter than the woman. Oh yeah, and obviously that was a mistake. Yeah, okay. so he so he fell in love with with the daughter. Then he wanted to be her dad, right? And and uh, yeah, and that backfired. But yeah, that that that's that's a that, that's a slippery slope, and it can happen. Yeah, it can happen. I mean, because it's who wants to break a child's heart? Right, right. I'm saying, yeah. I mean, walking away from the woman is hard enough, but then you know. After you've met the kids and the kid has gotten attached to whatever, you got to break it off with the kid also. Right. More so. Yeah, yeah, More yeah, so. yeah. Man, yeah. Question, that that your, right there is is that's a tough one. Yeah. Does your brother still have a relationship with the with the stepdaughter, quote unquote? Uh, he try he he tries to, but the mother, uh, his ex wife, try to like you know, she knows that that hurts him. Oh, okay. So she kind of draws that wedge, and you know, if 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 he's in the middle of arguing with her on the phone about some you know bills or miscellaneous items that they didn't uh, you know cover up before they dissolved their marriage, she'll say Kamora wants to talk to you. And he say you, he, she'll ask in the middle of the argument, "You want to talk to Kamora?" No, I'm talking to you right now. Then she'll turn okay. to her daughter and say, he, "Andre don't want to talk to you right now." Oh, okay. she'll do stuff like that, you know. Uh, just to try to, de- you know, separate the two, you know. Is a teenage girl, young girl? What kind of age is this? Yeah, she's like seven, eight. Oh my goodness! Okay, yeah. Yeah, that 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 really hurts. But um, but you know, when I met when I met my wife, I asked that because when I met my wife, uh, I I didn't see any kids, so um, and I didn't know of any kids, and we had dated just like you and Tony and your wife. Your wife, we we dated for a little while. And then she was a total different person. So when I when I met her kids for the first time months later, you know, this woman had never cursed in front of me. She never, you know, got angry in front of me. You know, um, and we it was all good. But when when her when her kids came around, the mother kicked in, hmm. and the kid said something out of line. Well, it wasn't out of line to me. I guess it was disrespectful to her, and she cursed at this. It wasn't a child; it was a teenager. But she cursed at her daughter, and I was like, "Whoa!" You know, <laughs> it, 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 it was like I had to relearn her as a person because this ain't the woman I've been kicking it with for the last couple of months. Did right. You experience that, right. Tony? Best behavior, huh? She was on a best behavior. She was on a best be who? Her daughter or? No, your wife. You think she was on her what? best behavior what? while you all were dating? Yeah, oh, yeah, the real yeah. her kicked in. Right, and and I was like, wait a minute, is this 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 who I want to, you know? But it was it was it was nothing out of the norm because you know I used to curse my kids out too. But 
it was just it just caught me by surprise because I never heard her, you know, go at it like that. And then I had to learn how she was around her kids because now I got kids too. And I'm like, she's going to be around my kids. So I have to now reevaluate her from a different perspective. Am I am I going to settle down to this or am I going to keep my standards up where she had me to believe that she was, in my mind, rather? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a hard thing. It was just a um, it was just a dilemma. It just kind of slowed things. It just kind of made me take a step back for a second to to reevaluate and see what's going on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, is there is there is there um is there one that got away? Y'all know what I'm talking. Not about. Not me. No. No, not no. me. I sent them away. I'm cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh-uh. It ain't the one I should have been wish. Like, oh man, I should have married her. Like, nah, I don't have nah. I'm good. You good? Yeah, I'm nobody, good on that nobody one. on the call can say yeah. It was one that got away. It it oh. was one. I, I believe it was one before I, I knew what she looked like now. But it was this one star in high school. You know, everybody want that one chick. And um, and this was in my first marriage. And I was like, man. And every time I got married, mad with my first wife, you know, I was always thinking about that one that I broke up with to be with her. And I was like, man, I shouldn't even did that. You know, this is my first relationship, okay? So um, right. so after my first relationship was over with. I was like, man, you know, I can get in touch with Nikki, and it's on and popping, you know, because I know she's still, we was vibing then, and we was vibing pretty hard when we broke up, but, you know, it really wasn't, it was just, she she kind of moved away and went to another school, and we kind of dissolved from there. Man, I got up with Nikki on, uh, what was the thing before Facebook? Uh, MySpace. MySpace. Man, I got up with Nikki on MySpace. And she had all the old pictures up there. And when I saw that was the first warning sign right there. Well, it was. I didn't think about that. I just, you know, she had her college pictures up there. So she went to college right out of high school. But man, when I saw Nikki, she had six kids. I don't even know how you have six kids in ten years. And she was as as a nice sized woman. Okay. And she had baby daddies. She had three baby daddies and and you know project living and you never think that her life was going to be like that but you know she liked thugs in high school you know and I wasn't that guy but you know she kind of gave me a chance and I kind of like well if I hang around her I'll be more popular or, you know whatever but she gave me a shot and she moved away but when I when I seen her again she was just not the same person at all night and day. Yeah, them kind of girls are funny, man. Mm. Every high school has that story. Yep, yep. But it could have been somebody in college. It could have been somebody around the block that you grew up with. It, you know what I mean? Y'all was dating, everything was great, and then you know how we do it. We mess it up. We try to, <laughs> we try to get too many at one time, and they, they got away. And now you, you know, know somebody else. I, Go ahead. You know, that was something about me. I never messed it up. 
uh, I always let the girl break up with me. Okay. And that's why I never had no regrets. You know what I'm saying? Did you let oh, her break up with you? You broke up you with you, you messed stuff. something up. <laughs> huh? Right. Did I, I wasn't that? that? You messed something up and she broke up with you. She just broke up with me. No, nah, I didn't mess anything up. She just broke up with me. You said you well, let justify them. a woman. Yeah, how do you justify a woman coming to you and say, you know what, this ain't working? <laughs> it I happened mean, to me all the time. And then they would come back, and then they'd try to get back with me. And I'm like, nah. nah that's, and so that's why I say I, I never had any regrets. Like, I would think back over the women I was with, and I'd just be like, nah, you know, I'm cool on that. You know, it wasn't one that, you know, I had one that did everything right, and then, you know, like I cheated on her or something happened. You know, it ended badly, and I sit up there and I think, like, what could have, what could have been? I never had that. I never had that. Mm. Some women made it to relationship status. Some women was just physical therapy. You know, each woman knew their role. But the way you stated what you just said was, you let them break up with you. Does that mean that okay, I'm tired of this chick. I'm going to stop doing the things that she's used to me doing, so she can break up with me? Was it like a plot to? For her to say, hey, I'm done with this cat. Yeah, in some cases, yeah. Yeah, I was a narcissist in that fashion. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I was a woman's worst nightmare. They just better be blessed and I'm married. They should thank God. But, yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's how I played the game, yeah. Absolutely. So, so you, so yeah, you I, never, I, would never, I would never, ever force a woman to break up with me because of something, you know, that I, where I misled them or something like that, or I tried to have too many at one time. No, I wouldn't do that. It all, they'd always come to their own conclusion. And I was cool so with you, that. But you led, them, you led them to that conclusion without saying anything. I softly persuaded them without them detecting that I was persuading them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, reverse psychology. Yeah. Absolutely. That's it. what you I meant by when you said you sent them away. Yeah. Is that what you mean when you said that? Okay. Yeah, yeah that's what on, I mean. Man. And on, I, did that, I, I did that as early as third grade, man. I mean, this is like is is oh, all my interactions. Yeah, seriously. Okay. I'm thinking back. I'm sitting up here thinking back over all the chicks. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say names, but yeah. Okay. Well, that you know what. That 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 I mean I wish I would have known that that would have saved my face so much pain because <laughs> I I didn't I didn't I didn't have the the sense enough to to do it that way I just say hey you know what I thought that you know telling the truth was the best way to go and I just told him the truth you know and and a lot of times I mean it ended up with a slap I can so see you taking a few yeah I, I took a few bro. I can see you being too honest. I can see that that brutal that brutal that brutal honesty not working in your favor a lot, man. <laughs> it does not work all the time. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah, the truth yeah. will set you free. Yeah, the truth will get you slapped. Yeah, I think I think most of mine. I can't even remember how most of my relationships ended. Man. They some of them just faded away. You know, you just do something different, find somebody else, stop calling, whatever. Well, in terms of, I've really never had any that got away because in terms of serious relationships, I've only had three relationships in my life. 
So, because I got married when I was 23. So, you know, we're not talking wow. about junior high school stuff. I'm talking about serious stuff. So, and I had one girlfriend from the time I was in eighth grade till the time I was in twelfth grade. And so, then hmm. after that, I think I dated one girl for three or four months, and after that, I met my wife. So, I really didn't have a whole lot of, you know, uh, experience with relationships. You know, I went out to concerts, to movies with people, but in terms of a, a relationship, uh, I've only had uh, three. And so, so, only, so only three women got the title, somewhat. Of quote-unquote girlfriend. Girlfriend title, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. So, so if somebody were to admit, because I know we got a lot of callers on, if somebody were to admit, even though they might not, that one actually got away, and it happens. It's a reality. One got away. You couldn't couldn't get that one. Uh, would would it be close? I mean, would it be safe to say that the woman that they're marrying now is a is a is a is a settling, so to speak? You settle for this one because you couldn't get the one that got away. Yeah. Yeah. Difficult. Well, I think uh, that's. Difficult because, the, and, and it, I would say it would be dependent upon when that one that got away, when that was. If that's, you know, six months ago, then maybe, yeah. But if you're talking about five, ten years ago, uh, probably not because hopefully you've grown since then and uh-huh. maybe your taste and expectations and what it is that you wanted out of a relationship has changed. She might have been good ten years ago, you know, the right one for you. But now that you've matured, now that you've got your own business, now that you ABC, she might not have fit, you know. So that would have, a, I think that would have a lot of variables in it. Well said. Well said. Anybody else? I mean, I just want to go on the record. Hey, we know what my current wife, you know, I, I, I don't feel I settled in any way on it, on any aspect. Right. When I look at all the women I had any type of relationship with I don't feel like I settled on at any point you know what I'm saying with with, with my current wife I don't feel like I, you know what I'm saying like I, I married down or something like right just settle for this one because the other one wasn't didn't say yes or she got away yeah, or whatever the case may be right. yeah yeah I agree with that I agree with that I feel as though I married up. There's, there's, there's 100% surety that I married up. Is that somebody making noise in the background? I can't find out who it is. Somebody eating some rocks or something. <laughs> okay. I don't know who that is, man. No, it wasn't me. Like paper moving or I, I really don't think nobody on this phone is going to admit if they married down or settled down um, because of the, you know, it's, it's, it's too, uh, it, it can lead to a problem in their home if their wife or their girlfriends or their fiancés find this out. You know, well, but, Darren, um, would you say that? Would you say that you married down? I mean, oh, you, I definitely would say I married up. 
And okay, so you would you wouldn't say this married down on the Even if I did feel like I married down, I would definitely say. <laughs> you mean Mr. Brutally Honest is going? Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm gonna tell you the the first time I did marry down, and this time I made sure I didn't settle because um because settling, one thing I found out about settling, you have to continue to settle in in that relationship, exactly. and I didn't mm-hmm. want to continue to settle with a, a woman just by trying to cater to her to try to prove to her uh, that's too much work. I mean. You know, and, and I settled on my first marriage, too. And, you know, I, yeah, that brings up a good point. I think people that settle the first time, they don't settle no more. That's right. <laughs> yeah, women, yeah, do. That. women do. <clears throat> women do, though. Maybe men kind of don't, but women do. Well, they I say do that because they... a lot of them, well, I mean, a lot of them pick the same kind of guy twice, three times. And it's I like, mean, yeah, you see them dumb women. I mean, they pick the same type of dude. You know, he he ain't got no car, ain't got no license, ain't got no house, and they and they can't figure out. You know, oh, I'm I'm saying a lot because one of my wife's friends it is. But you know, they you know they they always think he's the one. And you know, as soon as I hear about one, I say, so what? This one ain't got house, car, license. Which one? <laughs> Which, you know, and it's like they pick the same type of dude, and it's like you can't build no future with that. But you know, they don't know better. So, well, one, well they, they know, whatever. You know, they know better. You know what I found out about, um, you know, and my research, you know, in writing this book, I found out that a lot of women, um, to to not relinquish power or control, they often um, get a dude without, so they can continue to have that sort of. Um, control or not be controlled because they don't have you know um if they at once upon a time they moved in a dude's house and then he kind of had to say so in the authority she would make her mind up and say you know what from now on if anybody gonna be moving in anybody's house they're gonna be moving in mine and um, and and they would uh they would actually say you know hey we're not doing this we're gonna do it this way and just to have that freedom of um, the ability to to continue to take control, so they can feel that you know a guy can't tell me what to do. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Would you say that uh, sometimes, or a significant amount of times, women may choose the same guy over and again because, in the back of their mind, they still think he's going to change, or I can change him. Yeah, I, I think that's the case. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, I've definitely had relations with women that thought that things would change me, even though, you know, I would ask them, why did you, why would you go so far? And they would always say, you know, even though you were perfectly honest with me, I just hoped you would change. Right, right. And that's mm. one of the biggest fallacies, you know, because people change because they want to or they have to. They don't change because of nobody else. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, you know, you know I've like, always said, go ahead. No, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to uh, uh, quote, you know, use the Maya Angelou quote, when people show you who they really are, believe them, you know. And exactly. for whatever reason, sometimes ladies have a difficult time doing that. I mean, it happens to guys also, but it seems to happen to women more often. You know, I don't know if that's mm. chauvinistic or whatever, but it, it seems to happen with women a lot that, you know, the dude, 
You know, he you can't never go to his house. You never met his mama. You never heard about him working, but then you still make the same decision. And you don't know that means you number two. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> that's right. He's he's ashamed of his friends. If you never met his friends, he's ashamed of his friends, or he's ashamed of you. One of the two. But you figure, but I'm going to change him. And so you just need to believe, you know, believe it when you find out who a person is. Now, if you want to accept that, that's fine. But at least know it. At least know it. Yeah. Yeah. At least know it and accept it. Yeah, and I really feel sorry for those those women that. that kind of feel that they can change a person that in, from that form because they end up taking more abuse and wasting yeah. themselves even more uh, because all that dude is going to do is use them. You know, I mean, oh, she want to take care of me? Oh, cool. You know, and yeah, I'm down with that. And, you know, and it turns into a a, a bureaucratic anitra, like a, a cycle of episodes to where it's just a, a redundancy that's going on in their life, and the first thing you find out is, hey, you know, this, you you 50 now, and you still playing the same game, you know. Oh, you better Can I ask you a question? come on do you in. Think women, do you think women that are in that cycle, do you think when they meet, you know, a real guy that wants to be, you know, he don't want to play no games, uh, he really wants to be the man and, you know, in a, a good relationship, when they run across that guy, do you think they can't handle him, can't recognize him, run him away, or don't appreciate him? Yeah, they don't know. They don't know how to act. And for some women, like Darren was saying, uh, they want to have some aspect of control or be able to put some validity on the fact that this dude need them in their life because this dude is, is without in some aspects. When they get a, a dude that's confident, that's you know on, on stand on his own, you know some women can't handle that. Because okay, they know that automatically that aspect of control is gone. Right, right. And they walk around here all the time. They'll be the first ones to say, no good men out here. But there's plenty of good men out here. You just don't want a good man. Well, it's like a catch-22. You know, they want someone to be the, a good man, but you won't let them. I had a, a, a gentleman uh, that I know. I've been knowing him for most of my life. He, he was married 50 years before his wife passed away. and. He helped me out with like two years into my marriage, and I was complaining about something. And he told me, he said, a woman will always want a man to be in charge, but she'll always fight against him being in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, hey, hey. My 24-year-old mind didn't make any sense. I was trying to figure it out, and he told me what I was doing didn't make any sense. <laughs> trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you want to know that there's something else that's attributable to this? is society's uh, downplay of the role of a man. Mm. It's becoming more wrong to link the word man with thoughts of strength or, you know, or or someone who's powerful. You know, I I was watching the other day, this guy tried to bum-rush the door on a Southwest jet, and one of the passengers, a woman, going to sit up there and talk about not trying to sound sexist, but I was glad there were some burly men on the flight. <laughs> You're not trying to wow. sound. How that sound? We, do we live in a time now where it's sexist to say, "Hey, I'm glad there were some men on the flight." Right. I'm glad there were some big men. What's, yeah, big, where is that? Where in the world is that sexist? Not and at so all. now we got somebody telling these women that, "Hey, you know, the man he's supposed to be docile. 
He's supposed to walk, you know, three feet behind you, hands in pocket, head bowed. He's supposed to be submissive. But then, uh-oh, when they get a real dude, when they get a James Evans, they don't know how right. to take that. Right. <laughs> right. Where did this dude come from? A relic. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. They start. They talk about James Evans as in, uh, dictatorial and controlling and all of those things. And it's like sometimes the, uh, we... I think we misappropriate or misuse certain words. I was at a workshop a while back. You know how sometimes when they, they categorize people, they say everybody that has these qualities, you go over here, you number one. Everybody has these qualities, go over here. And then, you know, they separate them into, like, lions and whatever. And so uh, one particular group, the group I was in was the lions, like six of them. And some of the things on there are, you know, controlling. And we consider... Be controlling as a negative thing. You can be in a sense, but the point I'm trying to make is that husbands and somebody's got to be in control. So, somebody, I mean, somebody's got to be in control because the opposite of control is chaos. You don't want it's chaos. It's the man being control. Right, and that does not mean that he's a dictator. Just And it doesn't even mean that he makes all the decisions. It just means he's responsible for them all. Exactly. That's the way I look at it. But if you talk about being in control, oh, you just a chauvinist, you just a dictator. No, exactly. somebody's got to make a decision on what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. What, is it exactly. democracy? So when it's a democracy and you vote yes and I vote no, who has the call? Somebody's got to have the last and, call. And, and, and here's the thing that, that really upsets me about James Evans. They say he was controlling this image here, but the one thing that people always miss the mark, James Evans would st- make a stand and fight for the concept of family. Yeah. Yeah. He would fight. He would make a stand on the concept of family. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and all of a sudden now that's wrong. Now we're supposed to be like, oh, okay, well, the woman will figure it out. Well, Florida, you figure it out. What you going to do, Florida? We need some money. Let me know right. when you come up with an answer. Right. That's not James Evans. And everything he did was for his family. Even right. the episode, you remember the episode when uh, they needed the rent due and she didn't like him playing pool, and he went out and played pool. He had to do what he had to do, but he was so concerned about his wife's feelings that he faked it and had his friend come in. He gave his friends the money that he won from pool and had his friend come in and say, okay, I'll give this to you. Now, he took the lead, but he was still concerned about his wife's feelings. He was considerate about his wife's feelings. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's crazy how they try to make being a man like, I don't know. I'm I'm sorry. I I mean, no, no, you're absolutely right, bro, because, you know, um, and this is why we're talking about this subject, because a lot of a lot of brothers say I'm marrying up just to relinquish some sort of control that they don't want to or they don't want that obligation. You know, they marry up. They'll say, okay, I'm marrying a, a woman that, that she got her own house already. She got her own car. She even going to buy me a car. You know, I ain't even got to work. I just got, you know, cook every now and again and, 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 and make sure she's sexed up and, you know, make up the bed, you know, some mornings, you know, and and she's okay with that. And what they what they what they end up doing is following you know the uh, 
the chaotic marriage of, you know, Jezebel and Ahab, you know, when you kind of put it in a role reversal atmosphere when the woman is the man and the man is the woman. And I think that's what we got uh, in, in nowadays. And when you're marrying up, uh, they kind of got it confused with saying that I'm giving up something, you know, but we know when we married up, it was a, it was a difference between our first and our, our next one, you know, um, because that, that, that predicament can sort of put you in a role reversal position. You know, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And a real guy Ooh. is going to get tired of that after a while. A real, I mean, first of all, a real man's probably not going to even go into that situation. But let's say, for whatever reason, he was in a rough spot. I went and, into that situation. I, I definitely went into that situation with my first marriage. You, right. But that's why it was your first marriage and not your present marriage because, I mean, I've never met you, but I know you're a real man. <laughs> so you wasn't gonna be you wasn't gonna be satisfied in that, James yeah. Evans. It was only, it was only a matter of time. <laughs> That's right, James. <laughs> That's right. And my mama, if you talk to my mama right now, she would tell you one of the saddest things she used to see was when we I would come home and visit with my first wife. I would fix my first wife's plate. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Do you know I'm with you. Great. For me, do you know how how broke you got to be? How broke I got to be to do that? Like every time. Right, right. Now, doing it because, okay, I want to be nice to my wife or doing it because I feel subservient, you know, that's, that's, that's different. But, but doing it because you feel subservient, that's a problem. But doing it, okay, I want to honor my wife, okay? No, I was, hard and I was doing, doing it because I felt so completely subservient, completely okay. subservient. Yeah. yeah. One hundred percent. Last Christmas, I don't know if I told y'all this. Last Christmas, no, 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 it was last Thanksgiving. We was at home, and my brother brought his wife, and I brought my family, and uh, and my my mom. She's like, she wants to get all the women in the kitchen, like in the old school days, you know, all the women in the kitchen, all the men in there watching football or whatever they doing, playing pool or whatever. And she told my brother to tell his wife to come in there on the tablecloth because. Her and my wife was about to, my mom and my wife was about to set the table. And uh, my brother went in there for a few minutes, and um, and then he came back out, and he went in there, and he started ironing the tablecloth. Oh, Lord. And I went in there, and I said, hey, bro, and I'm laughing because <laughs> I told him, I used to be you. <laughs> I used to be in your shoes, man. I said, now, what you need to do is go, because now you're going to look like a punk. Because right. if anybody else come in this room and see you ironing that tablecloth after you just got finished, you know, doing other stuff that mom told you to do, and everybody heard mom tell you to go in there and tell your wife to come iron this tablecloth, you're going to have a problem. Well, she's going to have a problem with everybody in the family. So I don't care what you do or how you do it, you might want to take that ironing board and that iron in the room with you and her just to look like right. you did. You ironed it with her in the room. Huh? With her yeah, in the room. Not, that's not helping him. That's not that, helping him. Because, not because, helping. because he'll be that one still ironing the tablecloth on the next time. Yeah, well, but I'm it, thinking, wasn't nothing I'm else. it wasn't nothing else he was right. going to do to change it. Right. Just he so he could save face he in front of them and then fix it when you get home, if he's going to fix it. 
Well, he couldn't make her on it. So right, no. if you can't make her on it, then you're going to have to find some sort of substitute so nobody else can know y'all got problems. It, it, it says a lot about a woman when she watches all the other women go in the kitchen. Yeah. And she's at a event. And she is in the room. too Watch TV. damn dependent to see her role. Yeah. She's well, going to make a defiant statement to your mother. She's not stupid. She knows what she's doing. Well, even, not even, yeah, even in, uh, if she is dependent, what, what I, I, would, I would think that, okay, I'm going to do this just to save my man's face, and then I deal with the rest when we get home. Exactly. exactly. You know, that, that's a Florida evidence. One for the team. Yeah. You take one for the team. I don't care what we beefing about. Don't let nobody else know we beefing, especially the time during holidays. Right, especially in front of my family. Yeah, in front of my family. You're doing that on purpose. Right, because you wouldn't want me to do that in front of your family. That's, you know, saying that to your wife. Right. Just like, but then they had, like, I mean, they had deeper problems than just that, I would imagine. Right, it don't matter how deep the problem is. Don't bring that in front of other people. Right, hey, exactly. Hey do, you know, hey, hey, do you know your brother, I mean, your brother's wife had grown up under a different... Uh, household structure to make her want to do that. Yeah, her mother died, and when she went giving birth to her, her dad died seven years later. So she was raised by her brothers. And I told him, I said that's not a good homemaker because she raised by a bunch of dudes, and they're going to have her thinking like a dude. And the way she is, she's not a married. I mean, she's not a a woman, you know, to bring home to mom. That's just one, that, you know, that's just one that you just smash outside. And you keep it moving, but don't ever bring them home. You or guys mind if I ask you a question? She's, yes, sir, go ahead. Okay. I just got here like I was talking to the screener, and I just got at the tail end, and you guys were talking about a guy, a husband, who was uh, ironing out a tablecloth. Wow. And I, and I don't know whether or not he had an argument with his wife and decided to iron the tablecloth to try to mend things over, or, or what? So I want to get caught up to speed on that, but I also want to let you guys know I don't believe in roles. I don't believe in female roles. I don't believe in male roles. I believe in whatever two people decide upon is good for them is good for them. So well, that's what I, I mean, want to say. Well, you know, in saying that, you do believe in roles because once those two people touch and agree to say, hey, this is my role, I mean, you might not use that word. But you you are assuming a role as soon as do those two people say, hey, this is what I'm going to do in this relationship, and this is your part in doing in this relationship. Well, you're right. Um, I mean traditional roles where a man, even before he meets a woman, has a particular masculine role that he has to fulfill or that he feels he has to fulfill, and the same thing with a woman. Now, if I met a Xena who was smarter than I was, uh, stronger than I was, more capable than I was, and she went out there to earn the money and bring home $500,000 a year, and I was a house husband, and she and I got along just fine, it wouldn't bother me, and if other people didn't like it, I would just tell them, you don't have to come over to my house and get the F out of here. Well, yeah, but you're still assuming the role. Yeah, I grant you that. Right, okay. So, uh, but you, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. Hey, Joe. Hey. <laughs> it's Stanley. Uh, but the 
tell them what you're hearing and everything, I don't see any relationship that works when the woman is leading and the man is not. I have because, to say, yeah. Yeah, I don't see no relationship because if a woman is leading, she's going to lead by the thing that she knows the most, which is emotion. And if a woman leads by emotion, you don't know what the logic is of what she's going to do. I she's have not to... She's not going to do what she needs to do logically. She's going to go all her emotion. And if mm -hmm. one day you decide for any reason she doesn't like what you said or she doesn't feel a certain way, she will emotionally decide that decision that has nothing to do with logic and could even destroy your family if she goes emotional. I have to agree with her. I haven't found that a woman either. I'm just saying that if I did, it wouldn't be a problem because a lot of people will say, well, you should be intimidated by that kind of woman, or that woman will not want to be in a relationship with you. And ordinarily, they'd be right on the second part. A woman who is um, stronger, has more brains, more capable, wouldn't want, they always marry up. Okay, that's their agenda. But I'm saying, if I found that type of woman, it wouldn't bother me. Now, if it bothered her, then that's the hypocrisy, and that's not the hypocrisy, but that's the double standard, which, which you know, I can't stand, but I agree with you, Stan. Most women, if they start letting their emotions get ahead of them, their brains fly right out the window. And did you get married? Because you're on Married Men show. Like, did you get married? No, no, I didn't get married. I love that show. I oh, listen right. to their show. It's a, it's a very good show. I want to come right. back well, to to yeah. I, I want to come back to the brother. I was so so I couldn't believe that. I, I want to ask the, the the person who's the brother of that person. Did you see that woman? You you told say that again, bro. I didn't. I can't understand. Hello. Say that again. Yeah, I can yeah, hear yeah, you. Go ahead now. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. I, I'm asking the person that, that your brother that got married with that woman. Did you see what she was? Did you have a feeling that she maybe wasn't good for him? Because yes, I told, if a I told him. If, Oh, you told him. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because yeah, I, I, I wanted to make him. sure of that because if a woman is doing that in your family, you, you yeah. had a huge problem. Yeah, I, I told I told him. I said, you know, I recognize that woman to be like my ex-wife, and I don't. I strongly recommend that you do not marry her. I even introduced him to another woman before he got married to his wife, and um, and he still married her. But you know, they end up getting divorced. But uh, but from the beginning, I said this is not the woman, and it's not like, not because I don't like her. It's because that she is not the the wifely type. She is not the um, the woman that I mean. He was an officer in the military, and she got him put out. You know, and it was a long story, but you know, he was right. on here. You know, yeah, yeah. Because cause in, in the in the military, when you were an officer, number one, you already got one strike against. He already had one strike against him because you know he was black. Number, number two, he had another strike against him because he had a wife that did not follow the protocol of an officer's wife. Because even though he's an officer, they look at her as being an officer too. She would go into clubs and and you know go into enlisted clubs. You know, officers' wives don't hang out with the enlisted wives. And she's doing all these things that she's not supposed to do, and it gets back to his ship. And, you know, she calls the captain every time they get in an argument. That's something you don't do. You don't do that when you're an officer because you're supposed to look like you have your house in order. If you can't run your house, how can you run these troops? That's the way the captain is thinking. So, well, 
You know, I, had a, I wanted to ask, I had a thought I wanted to ask. You said that she was raised by her, uh, by brothers. And so do you think it's likely that because she was raised by her brothers and possibly had to take care of them when she got of age, she said, I'm going to do what I want to do. I ain't taking care of nobody else. It don't matter what what it was. She was. She is not white type. I'm I mean, saying, I do you care. think that's a reason why she's not a traditional white type? Because she had I to play mother coming up. I don't know. I'm no, asking. No, no, she, that was... I don't. No, she wasn't playing the mother. She was playing okay. the. She was playing the um, the sister that the okay. brothers wanted to raise her, not to let no man get over on her. Oh, I got you. Okay. You know, don't Whoa. let no man open the door for you. You don't have to cook for a man when he can cook for himself. You don't have to. So. This, these are the kind of teachings that she was getting raised by her four bigger brothers. Okay. Okay. Mm. But, but, and but that would be fine. You. That would be fine if, like the uh, uh, other brother said, if that's what the two of them agreed to. If we agreed, okay, you gonna, I'm going to wash the dishes and I'm going to cook most of the time. If that's what you agreed to, you know, that's fine if you agree to it. But if I'm expecting you to cook and, I'm ex- and she's expecting me to go, you know, change batteries or fix a car and bring home the money, if that's what we agree to, then that's what needs to be done. That's, that's why communication is so important. That's what should be done before every marriage. It should be a, a old, almost prenup type of thing. Otherwise, the expectations are going to be destroyed when two people do get married. Exactly, exactly. Because I'm expecting a housewife, and you're not housewife material. I'm expecting, she's expecting, you know, Somebody go up on the on the roof and fix the gutters up there, and then do all the mowing, and then come out when she calls you to fix the tire in the car. BS crap. Forget yeah, ma'am, if that's what you do, that's fine. But if that's not, I'm not I'm not mechanically inclined. So if my wife was expecting someone that could change the alternator every time the car broke down, then I'm not the person for that because I'm not mechanically inclined. Right. So, right. That's uh, that's know. understood. If you like my my like I got a homeboy, you know. He has allergies and he can't cut his grass, so his wife cuts the grass. It's, that's no, that's not a problem with that. Or he gets some, he purchases, you know, he he buys, uh, you know, he pays for his grass to get cut by someone else. Right. Either way, he's not doing it because you know he go out there in a football helmet, shoulder pads, and all that other stuff, you know, just so he won't get allergies. Yeah, but, but his wife cuts the grass, you know, because she don't want him looking like an idiot in, in 100 degrees outside. But that's their relationship, and that's, you know, that's the role that's that they're in. That's causing problems anyway. But, but, you know, this, this is why people get mad at me when, when I say men should really, as I don't care if female feels that they're arrogant. I don't care how a female feels about it. Men should really stick to who they are and what they can deal with because, and all that we talk about, even on a lot of these blog talk shows, at the end of the day, we're talking about a dude going into a situation with a female mindset. And he's going accommodating a lot of the things that he is not to make this situation work with this female. While the female, most of the time, most of the time, is operating for herself when things get pressurized. If 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 you have a, 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 an outstanding stellar lady who can uh, adapt and accommodate, like you said the, the wife got out and mowed the line, then that's a great thing. But it, it, when I was a counselor, the most thing that people would come into 
is after time has gone past, they realize some of the stuff they said yes to the first couple of years they could not maintain. And I used to tell couples all the time, stop saying you're going to do something if you're not looking at it 10 years out. Right. Because right. because people get comfortable. We're all human beings. And and that's what I don't understand when when, when guys challenge me on this. I, I tell guys, man up to what you like even if it's wrong. Because at the end of the day, you can evolve into right. You cannot devolve into right. Oh, I like that. Is that clear? Do I have your permission to use that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. This is classy. This is cute. Yeah, <laughs> you can evolve, but you can't devolve into right. Yeah, yeah, you can. I mean, I mean, you know, just just to uh, uh, magnify that in 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 psych, the the whole core of psych or even life coaching is innate behavior, which is animalistic behavior. You cannot, if, if and I made this point on this show and what, what other other show, you can be a female lion and you can multitask all day long does not mean that you're better because what makes a person is pressure in your lives, whether you're single or whether you're married. Whatever pressure comes upon you, your ability to adapt and get through it and to deal with it again if it comes back, that's who you really are. So if you cannot do that, then, then know that's something you need to work on. If you refuse to work on it, then that's you. Now, you can evolve into being better at the situation. But you can't right. devolve into it. You can't say, hey, this is my standard, and now I have to go down to this and maintain it for a decade. Nah, nobody does that. Not even can in you answer, Yeah. Uh, Rodney or somebody, can you answer? Uh, I heard the, the title, uh, uh, Settling yeah. Down. Give me a working definition of settling because I'm trying to understand if I hear, well, if I understand the way you're talking about Because just because, okay, I don't, you know, somebody has something that I don't have and I hook up with them, is that settling? Or what is your working definition of settling for? I, I can give you I, one, but, but, but whoever created the show probably got a different one. That's what I'm talking to, yeah. Yeah, well, we at, we're actually, this, this topic was actually given to us by one of our, um, one of our callers. But, okay. But I, I will try to take a stab at it, and it's it's. We talked about earlier finding your dream woman, or having your dream woman, um, your dream actress woman, and that we. Well, no, that's probably bad. That's probably bad because that's having a dream actress woman and then marrying your wife who's not her, wouldn't probably be settling down because that'd be unrealistic. So, um, just talk about. Settling down, settling for less. Maybe he was talking about settling for less than uh, what our dream marriage expectations would be, if I could say it that way. Okay. Because I think com- coming, in, coming, in, yeah, well, well, coming into yeah. a relationship, I mean, there are things that uh, I do better than my wife and things that she does better than me. And so, and again, 32 years ago, there are things that, I wasn't that I am now, so I don't know if it would be considered settling down because my wife, my wife makes more money. She made more money than me. My wife is was a, is a nurse, and she now is, she's a nursing instructor. So many people would consider she married me at that time and now making more money than me. They would consider that 
settling. Sure. But is yeah. that settling because I have the potential of making more money? I don't make as much money as she does, but when she had a stroke seven years ago, I took care of her, and I'm still taking care of her. So there are guys that made three times as much as me, but they wouldn't have done that. So is that settling? What do you think is settling from a male perspective or from a female perspective, settling down? See, the whole the whole term came out three four years ago from the female perspective in in, in female reality shows. This is not a conversation that men have traditionally had. Matter of fact, I challenge anybody to find me anything <laughs> in media in, in media where right. where prior to three four years ago men had had even that type of verbiage in in in, in their conversation. So to be honest. To be honest, settling comes from the thought process of the whole sexy cougar um, episode that came three, four years ago where where a woman would say, hey, I should be able to be like a man and have what I want and not settle. Guys find problems understanding this because we have always settled. We meet her at the bus stop while we drive in a car. We meet her while we're establishing she's still going to school. This is not a difficulty for us. This is just something that we do. We do not say she got to be a CEO like I'm a CEO. Those are the definitions that, that started with settling. People do the wavy line now since we're in 2014, but that's how settling has been perceived. And we know as men that's something you can't achieve. You can't go into nothing saying, I'm not going to be able to settle for anything because everybody comes with a yeah, Everybody right. comes with a I'm going to agree with you that from the male perspective, most Hello? of the time for the past few decades, yes. men have been settling. Because we've always... Say that again. For the past few decades, men have been settling. In other words, they've been taking less than what the woman will, will give them because that's the way we're indoctrinated. That's the way we're brainwashed. Women marry up. They all, 97% of them, according to... Vance Packard, anyway, marry up. Men, our expectations are very, very simple. So that's why I wanted to find out from a female perspective because that's the way it, <laughs> it's always come across um, to me that women are always saying, well, I, just, I don't want to settle for less. And what is it that you're settling for less for? The man's protecting you, providing for you, doing the heavy lifting. What are you, what are you talking about? That's, what that's I the code word. That's the cold word for I don't want to have to actually work at my yeah. emotions in, in this relationship. And, well, that's why I was asking. That's why I was asking about what it actually means because in in real in relationships, you know, each person brings something in in many relationships. Each person brings something to the relationship, and each person is bringing something that the other person doesn't. There's something to all the guys who are who are married. There's something that you do better than your wife. There's something that your wife does better than you. So is it really settling when both of us have inefficiencies and both of us have some good qualities? Well, but check it out. You guys will, uh, will, will uh, enjoy this. Let me just do this 20-second story. My sister, she's light-skinned, green-eyed. So she really was involved in, in, in a love story but thought she was settling. So she gets with my, uh, my brother-in-law. From 17, 17, all he ever wanted to do was be with her. While other chicks wanted him, he wanted her. She never Uh, thought he was good enough. This dude was building cars at 17, hot rods. 
She didn't see the value because all she could go for was back then it wasn't called thug, but the thug type of mentality. So right. flash forward, this man puts her in a three-car garage home before she makes 28, Ooh. gives her Mercedes Benz before she makes 26. Doing his thing, goes against his family for this green-eyed chick who's my sister. Does all these things. They're married for, I want to say, 35, 40 years, and my brother-in-law cheated one time. So my sister instantly, all the stuff she ever felt about this dude came to the forefront. And you know what the number one settling comment? He don't know how to fuck. Well, well I we got to watch out. We got we to watch out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He, he don't know how to have sex well. Yeah. So, uh, uh my, my comment to her was, I said, because I got five older sisters, I said, look, you're listening to the girls. Listen to a man because you only know two, me and dad. Right. You never treated this dude well, okay? My our other sister had a bad uh, marriage, and she gave her husband respect. You had a great marriage from a dude who's been dedicated. You wouldn't even tell this dude his food was in the oven. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you so this Mexican girl saw you were slipping and called you on the phone and said, I'm going to take this dude because you don't appreciate it. And the number one thing you resort to is he can't have sex well. But that's her version of settling. So all the oh. time she was in a love affair, but she thought she was settling. Mm. But if, if, if we go to your story that you're saying, I'm sorry to say maybe your sister never liked that guy. And if she never liked no, that no, guy... No, 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 no. It has, it has nothing to do with like. She or loved that guy per, or per, fell in love with him or did something because No, no, I'm no, sorry. no, no. Per, per, per Joe's point, I'm just going to say it in a different way. I, I'm answering your question. She didn't understand what value was. Right. So, so, so women have this thing with settling because they don't understand value. They only see value as something that they feel is a concern in their life where they win. It's kind of like you, uh, and I think that's Don, but it's, it's kind of like you if I say all, the only thing about your wife is that she has big breasts. Nothing else is valid for her. For, for, she's not edifying your life in no type of way other than the big breasts. So if you don't have a significant uh, standard of how to value something if it's, or a right standard, if it's not that, anything less than that, is settling. Is, is that what you're saying? If they yeah, have that that's, yeah, that's the female that's the female thought process. My sisters used to talk about that all the time, girlfriends, and it always comes down to that. They consider settling something that they really want to dominate. Kind of like a woman who wants a man who is established so she can travel on his dime and hold her money back. To her that's wow. settling if she can't get a guy who does that. So it's the insanity comments that they have. Wow. But then yeah. you have to come uh, back. Uh, hello? The, the thing I would tell your sister is then, then you have to come back to your sister and say, what are you bringing to the table for this man to do all those great things that you expect him to do? No, I, That's I right. did He did it because you, he was a guy. You, you, you heard, yeah, I did. He did it because that. he was a stand-up guy. Yeah, you heard I would me say he did that. it because he was a stand-up guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you heard me tell, tell, tell her that uh, she, she has a misconception on, on what is, is, is. She hasn't done her part. Oh, yeah, her part yeah, is Exactly. I, I truly feel that we live in a generation that we've taught our, our, a lot of men to, yes, you have to work hard, you have to do this and that, but we've not taught our daughters 
what she needs to bring to a relationship. I hear a lot there of fathers that tell all their daughters, you better not get this kind of guy and that kind of guy, this and that, and they go all over the, the thing that he, he, the guy should supposedly supposed to do, but I never hear fathers saying to their daughter, okay, let me tell you those things, but let me tell you as a woman what you need to bring to the man. Because if you don't bring those things to the man, why should the man be with you? Just because you're a woman? And I feel our generation, as a lot of fathers, they forget to ask that question, and they bring women who take advantage of men. And some guys do all those crazy things, though. Well, I'm going to show her a beamer. I'm going to show this material thing. But you never ask your question, what did she bring to me? Mm. And that's very, very true. It's a very important. It is true. It is fathers true. And, um, and mothers do not train their daughters to do anything but to be the recipients of those open doors. Exactly, wow. to be the recipient and just saying, oh, I'm beautiful or this and that, and I don't need to work on a relationship. And when you've been brought up that way and every, every of your mother and father saying, we need to protect the sister, we need to protect my daughter, we need to do this, we, yes, fine, protect your daughter, but tell her the truth of both sides. Don't tell her the truth but of that, me and sound that all men are this and that and that. Yes. But that but, also sets her up to get a terrible guy. Because exactly. when you create a facade in her mind like that as a daughter, you set her up to be a taker. It used to exactly. be a time where, 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 where we as males, uh, I'm a little older, but we as males, guys used to talk, teach their sons to be pimps. But that sets them up for never really appreciating love. You feel me? Right. So when, right. so, so, so when guys kind of uh, smooth that out to where there's a little pimp and a little bit of Okay, I'll deal with it. He found a better scenario in the 80s. Now with women, and I don't knock them, do what you do, but to, to uh, Smitty's point, you'll, you'll sit up here and tell your daughter, take, 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 and then your daughter gets the worst cat who takes from her, and then you want to blame the dude. No, you never taught your daughter value. So let me ask mm. you a question. Let me, let me ask this question then. So what I'm hearing you say is... Somebody's breathing real hard. Yeah, that's me breathing. Really, I'm trying to get a word in. Okay, so go, go ahead, sir. Go ahead and go ahead and go ahead and speak. Go ahead. Now, what, what what I was gonna, what I was going to say is, uh, you know, the uh, the term marrying up, marrying down. I think it primarily deals with, you know, your a class type of system. So, you know, most people say when they marry up, they move into a higher class, and some people when they say when they settling down, they basically say that because they feel like they made a decision, a bad decision. So they say that, you know, out of regret or what have you. So, I mean, I really don't, I really don't, I really don't think this is, uh, men can marry up or marry down. I just think we need to, you know, base things or, or base our decisions based on what we want out of our lives. And we choose complementary, uh, you know, spouses in order to help us fulfill our vision for ourselves. I agree. Well, we think we do, but if we did, then we wouldn't have the number of divorces for the first marriage, second marriage, and third marriages that we do. So what what I'm getting here is, um, and, and this is what I think, that this is only my opinion, because I, I'm going from one household or about four households that I'm aware about, uh, that, I'm, that I know of, okay? So the households that I know of with the two-parent households, the males were raised a certain way. 
and the females were raised a different way for the simple fact that they are to be um, uh, loved a certain way by a man. Now, of course, we can't teach the woman to be as we teach our sons to be. But your guy, it, it sounds like you're saying that we're going to do that based on uh, how they're getting duped once they get out here in the world and the expectations of them from us is to be all prissy and to take, 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 take. And I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the course, of, uh, course of training that their parents try to provide for them right out the gate. I think that they try to provide uh, an avenue to let them know that a man is supposed to open the door for you a man is not supposed to hit you. A man is not supposed to curse you, and it and it starts from there. Now, if they get out here and those expectations fail them, then their parents have failed them for not letting them know that information. Of course, I'm not. I got a girl and a boy, so I'm not going to raise my son the same way I raised my daughter. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm raising right. my son because he's going out there in, in somewhat of a disadvantage. Uh, without an education, or because of his his color, or because of whatever the disadvantages mm-hmm. are, my daughter, however, is going out there at a different disadvantage, and I have to show her what how to avoid the disadvantages that she's going to be facing. So you know how but, guys are going to try well, to let encourage me, her. Let me to... let me interject on what you okay, just said. Okay, go ahead. Said. All right. All right. Yeah, you've just said that you're going to teach not maybe not you, but most men teaching their daughters don't let a man hit you, don't let him curse you out, and let the man open the door for you. automatically by default. You're teaching or whoever's teaching their daughters this, and this is 99% of fathers. They're teaching their daughters that the man cannot do anything to you. You are practically invincible, daughter. You are practically the goddess of the earth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Hey, no, 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 no. I didn't get that. He's not teaching that. He's not teaching that. Well, if you teach your daughter... Hold on, hold on, hold on. One at a time. One at a time. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You say your piece, bro. No, I haven't finished it. Hold on, hold on. Okay, we got to let everybody talk. Let's not get emotional, fellas. Let's not get emotional. Let's let everybody get a chance right here. Hold on, let's let everybody get a chance. I wish I had everybody's name. I wish I had everybody's name so I can call them out. My name is Joe. Joe? Yeah. Okay, all right. Joe, go ahead and talk. And when you're done, just say you're done so we can let. uh, Who's who's that? This is Harry. Harry. Okay, Harry, you have to go. And then it's Stanley because I have to agree with Joe. (laughs) Okay, all right. Go ahead, ahead, Joe. Okay, I won't take long. I'll I'll take uh, the 22nd round like class. Go go ahead, Joe. Okay, (laughs) we got you. So what happens when you do teach your daughters that, what are they learning? They're learning that the man has to provide for you. You don't even have to say it in those kind of words. But when you're saying you're daddy's little girl, you're the princess of the world, and the man should fetch for you, and you and you really don't and you don't teach your daughter how to do anything for the man except show up and put on makeup. The woman gets the idea. She talks it over with the girlfriends. They watch Disney. They watch the other damn programs on TV. And you know from your own experiences, since nobody's here a teenager anymore, you know how the women act. And the women are acting as me, myself, and I, which is what Classy was referring to before. Okay. Okay. So now I'm so. Okay, now Harry, go ahead and state your piece. Uh, well, I mean, it's not a piece, but it's just what I'm saying is that when a when a father teaches a daughter that he is 
trying to convey her value as an individual and her value to a man. Oftentimes, what we what we what we think that we're doing to kids by you know adapting to you know what the modern day of kind of anything goes is we get these you know broken relationships because we don't reinforce the values that women should have. Um, and then the other piece is when we don't reinforce that then the men are left with a very small pool of of women that meet a certain standard that what they're looking for. And then at the end of the day, what ends up happening is men treat women based on how they value themselves. So if a if a father says you are you are a treasure, you're of value, you know, these are the standards in which you should strive for, then she's going to find a man or she should find a man who recognizes those standards. That's right. Now, this is Dwayne. Hold on, hold on, hold on, uh, Dwayne. Um, okay. What's your name again, bro? Family? Stan, Stanley. Stanley. I, I want to come back to what you just said. What you just said. You just said that if we, we we as men don't teach our daughter to bring you to have value in everything and if you don't teach your daughter like you said as value as she's a great woman and everything, she will not attract the great man. But the problem is is that as a father uh, I'm sorry to say, you have to teach your daughter what is a great a great woman. It's not because you tell her there's two things you need to teach her. The first thing you need to teach her how to check to find out a man that's proper for her, but you need to teach her what she needs to bring to the table to be a great woman. And like Joe is saying, it's not because you're just beautiful and you have making that makes you a great woman. I don't care your daughter. I could take any of your daughter and I could take two women and, and later in life when your daughter will be grown, you could see her in a different light, even though you told her every day she's a great woman, this and that, she will take advantage of that because she thinks in her mind that she doesn't have to work to become a great woman. She will take advantage because what she has between her legs, which a lot of women do, she will use that weapon to make guys pay for free trip, pay for things, do whatever she needs to do, have free drinks, free things. We know those things. We know all the game that a lot of women do, and even though they got brought up with daughter, with father who told them every day, you are a great child, you are this, this, that. And later in life, they were using their, their they were using whatever power because in their mind they say, I don't have to work for the relationship. Why should I? I'm already great. And let me just finish. And that is the thing that I, I think me and Joe are telling you as a father. Yes, I agree on the first part, but the second part is as important because if you do not teach your daughter that she needs to bring something to the table, she will be coming confronting with something with her friend who will tell her you could get free drink at this and you don't have to do nothing to get right. those things. Okay. And she will okay. attract, she will use men, and one day one of those men will not accept it, and one day you, one of those men maybe will hit her and things like that. I don't wish it on your daughter right. because right. the reason was because in the beginning she didn't learn the lesson of what it is to be a great man. It's not because you're born as a woman that you are a great man. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let me let me let Dwayne let me let me let Dwayne get in. All right. I ahead, think Dwayne. that a father that is going to uh, tell his daughter, "You're great. You're this." I don't have any daughters, but I have uh, three granddaughters, and my oldest granddaughter, from the time she was two, I've always called her princess because she's my princess, and I've always told her that she was great, that she's smart. Now, if I tell her that coming up, she will tend to believe that. Fathers tell their daughters, you're special. But being special doesn't mean you don't do anything. And I think a father that tells his daughters that you're great, you're special, is also going to tell her that you're a lady. And so ladies don't do the things that uh, Stanley was just talking about. So I think that the father that does tell his daughter that she's great, you're beautiful, you're this, will also tell her that. And so that would that would um, keep that other thing from happening. And not only that, but while father is telling her, you're my princess, you're great, mother and aunt and grandmother are telling her, girl, you've got to be able to stand on your own. So what I'm saying is that she's getting a balance. And so she's getting a balance. She'll know that I'm special and I can't let men do this to, to me, but I'm not trifling either because mama told me that I have to be able to work. I need to know how to finish school or whatever the things that mothers tell their daughters. So she would get the balance, and that would prevent the things that uh, Joe and Stanley would, or were I got speaking of. Can I get 20 seconds, please? Wait a minute. Who is this? Who is this? Classy. Can I get just 20 seconds? Okay, let's see if Dwayne was finished. Let's, 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 that's, pretty, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it because there, okay. there, there needs to be balance. That's pretty much what I was saying. Sure, sure. Okay, all right, go ahead, class. I'll keep this very short. I think what the two gentlemen, uh, Wayne and the other gentleman, did not hear Joe say was if. If is the key word in what Joe said. Okay. If, the, if the father does not teach the daughter balance because at the end of the day, what you, what you two gentlemen said, and I agree with you wholeheartedly, if I'm pro-female, I agree with you wholeheartedly. But knowing how Joe and Stanley get down, they're, they're of the balance that, hey, it's no problem to be pro-female, but you've got to consider the male. So if you're not teaching your daughter to value the dude, which neither one of you said anything about, then that is what Stanley, I believe, is trying to convey. You have to value, and also with the son, and I'm going over 20 seconds, but also with the son, if, if, if the son is not taught value, because we as males who are pro-female, we will always teach the son to value the, the girl more than he values himself. And I think that's the imbalance that exactly. Joe and family are talking about. Well, Okay. Exactly. Now, now hold on, hold on. All right. Now, now let, let me get it. Let me get my twenty seconds. All right. So, so <laughs> who goes what I, what I, who, what I said. Go somebody. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> when do I go next in the queue? <laughs> okay. Who? who You're next. You're next. You're next. Okay. I'll wait till the next person. That's, who was that again? That's no, Joe. not you, Q. I'm talking about when will I be next in the queue? No, you go yeah. ahead. No, now. you can go. Oh, now. I can go now. Yeah, you can go yeah, now. You can go, go now. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, was that Dwayne who was talking about the balance? Yes, sir. Okay, Dwayne, I couldn't disagree with you more. Here's why. And I'm not talking about the balance. There has to be a balance. But if, if a father does not proactively, clearly teach their daughter what they have to bring to the table, she's going to rely on other information, correct? Yes. Right. So yes. she's going to rely on, let's say, the mother. So if the daughter is going to learn how to be a lady, 
then she's going to be a lady according to America's norms. That's not teaching her how, what to bring to the table. That's teaching her what the man should bring to the table. A woman should be taught, um, Jane, you are a beautiful woman. You should, you should go out there and pursue anything you want, anything, to be a lawyer, a doctor, a gymnast, anything you want. But in order to have a relationship that works for you, you have to realize that you have to bring something other than just your body, your vagina, your femininity to the table. You have to know how to treat a man, a good man, who treats you well. You have to know how to bring support. So when he's down in the dumps, you have to show him support so that you don't feel like, Why am I, what am I doing with this guy? He's showing me weakness. No. You have to realize that when a man is showing you vulnerability, he's tra- he is trusting you. You show him the respect that he deserves by not making him feel that he shouldn't trust you anymore. You give him right. support. You give I would him agree him. with you, and I was assuming uh, that. Uh, hold on, Dwayne. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll let you respond in a second, Dwayne. Hold on you one second. I'm going to finish I know what Dwayne's going to say because it's, it's assumed, right, because no father wants to teach, her da- teach his daughter that she's going to be out there and just me, myself, and I. That's not, what, that's not what the daughters want. That's not what the fathers want. But unless the woman actually hears it in plain, clearly spoken English, that she's going to assume the role of lady. And what's a lady in today's society? Uh, now I'm finished. Uh, what should, should a woman bring to the table then? I mean, you're talking about all these things that women should bring to the table. I mean, what should it be? Can I answer that question? Is it Harry? Can I try to answer that question? Yeah, go ahead, y'all. And I just want to try to answer with a real-life situation. Um, Last week I had the opportunity to go to dinner with my wife and her brother. And she was telling a story about how when she came home from school, she had to go in and start cleaning and cooking. Um, And then she went on and said, so now she's married to me, and her instincts just tell her to go in and just start cooking, find dinner, cook dinner. So that's something that was instilled in her at a young age. She didn't have a choice. Go in and figure out what you're making for dinner. So she made dinner for the whole family. So fast forward to now, um, she does it today, and then she'll go and clean. You know, I'll have my cooking nights or whatever the case may be. But our daughter that lives with us has no cooking skills, no cleaning skills, none of these skills. I don't know what she would offer a man in two, three years. I don't really, so I'm, I'm seeing, and I'm listening to you all, but I'm seeing a disconnect even from the, 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 my wife that had no choice to do it, but she's not telling the daughter, our daughter, well, this is what has to be done. These are the things that's probably going to help you in your marriage, help you in your relationship. You know what I'm saying? So without her having these skill sets, and those are the skill sets as a wife. Being able to cook and not make reservations are, is, a, is a, a, a skill set for me because now you're putting love in my food. You know what I'm saying? But for not having these, <laughs> right. her, her, her alternative is to go out and do what? I don't even know what she would do in a relationship after listening <laughs> to y'all. I have no idea what she – she couldn't offer anything. And, and this I is proof of Joe's – and this hold on, hold on, let him, finish, let, him, let him finish, let him finish. Yeah, sometimes I have to go, she has her own bathroom, I got to go and clean up the bathroom because I just can't take the way it looks after a while. I'm like, you're a woman, you're a girl, you, there's no way that you should live this way, but there's no repercussions. 
You see what I'm saying? So I I hear y'all, and it's kind of making sense. She probably wouldn't be prepared. I'm done. One thing, one thing I would like to say, uh, and I, I guess I'll let Dwayne go next. Um, one thing I would like to say is the one, and this and this eleven fifteen around that time. Uh, I am a, a biblical focal person, so. I try to raise my daughter up in the way that the Bible says she should be as a woman, and and if I go that way, then then she won't stray far from that. So if I'm teaching her not only how to cook and clean, but be able to take care of herself, or you know how to prepare her just in case she gets pregnant and someone leaves her, uh, just in case she gets married and then divorced and she's left with the kids. Um, I have to prepare her. My job is to prepare her in every or try to prepare her in every situation that she may face as a young woman. Uh, Now, it it is my fault if I don't prepare her right, but i got to let her know that you are – I have to raise her and let her know that you are made to be not independent but interdependent with a man. Uh, You are made – you have your portion or you have your duties – as a woman, as a wife, as a mother, and he has his duties as a husband and a father and a man, you know, to take care of his family. But you can also, this is, these are the things that you're supposed to do. So I'm not steering from that, and that will teach her, that will give her that balance that I think Dwayne was talking about earlier, um, about, you know, it have to be a balance. Okay, I'm going to be a woman that has the power to do this, but I'm not going to use that power in a negative way. I'm going to use that power to find a man that's deserving of me. If my dad opened the door for me, my husband is going to be able to open the door for me, and I'm not going to settle for anything less. I'm not acting like a princess, but I am acting like a woman. But 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 it's and, not because. It, but let me just finish what you're saying and to add what you're saying. It is not just like you're saying that that man should open the door, but your daughter needs to bring what she needs to bring to the guy, so the guy could say she is special, and that's the reason I yes, will treat her with respect and I will open the door because yes, I, you have to understand. Now in 2014, I'm not going to tell my son to treat any woman with respect until she proves herself. Because I see too many brothers doing 200 things for women that we all know they didn't deserve any respect. Yeah, any but respect of opening the door. And the guy okay. was, and, the, the, oh, and the, on, the son and daughter was brought up by mothers that told him, you need to do all those things. I was brought up that way. I had to learn the hard way not to do this because I was brought up that way for a long time, opening the doors, being nice, doing this and that, until... Somebody very close in my family saying, you are doing those things for who? You are doing those things for what? For a woman, for this kind of woman? No. You're going to do those things for a special kind of woman. You're going right. to do those things for a woman who's, her, who's worth. And if, as a father, you do not teach your daughter the two things, like I said, yes, you are special, you're a princess, but what do you bring? Are you a kind woman? Tell her to be kind. Tell her right. to be supportive. Tell her to be nice. Tell her to right. be listening. Tell her to start to argument. Tell her to say, you know what? Stop blaming the man for every time he comes in. You know what? When your husband or your boyfriend comes home and everything, give a smile when he's home and be happy right. that he is. Don't come to right. a second and say, where's your bill? What goes happen and everything. Be, hey, right. you know, babe, I'm so happy you came in, in this world. I'm so happy I have you in this world. Be a giver. 
Too many right. women, you, you fathers don't teach their, their, their daughter to be giver. They tell their teacher to, to be taker. They teach right. okay. their daughter to say, you're supposed to love. Loving somebody is giving something to another human being without expecting something back. That's a giver. Because if you don't know, if your daughter doesn't even know that, she becomes what? A, a trade, a trade woman. She's going to trade. I'm not going to give anything to another man. I want to go after Harry. Back. Hold okay. on, hold on. Be, be okay. a giver and give somebody else 20 seconds. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, 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 and you need to do, do all those things. It's not about just the, the material Damn. thing. When I say, it's not about just the skill. Okay, okay, I'm just, hold on. I'm just going to finish it. Let on. me just finish this. It's all okay, about just ahead. the cooking skill and the cleaning skill. You can have those two skills. You can have those two skills, and I know some women who have those two skills, but they're awful women, they're awful wives, they're awful girlfriends. It's about more than just that. It's about what do you bring. Are you nice? Are you kind? Are you considerate? Are you unselfish? Are you the type of woman I can look at and say, you know what, even if I'm in trouble, you believe in me. Okay. When I have All a right. trouble, you believe in me. Hold on, Sam. Hold on, Sam. All right, hold on, Sam. All right, go ahead, Harry. Yeah, I mean, I think, first of all, respect is not, <laughs> is not a reflection on someone else. It's a reflection of you. So you sh- you should carry yourself with respect, you no, know, regardless of what somebody else does. I mean, that's okay. first and foremost. Right. Second, I agree with that. Sec- secondly, I'm about to go back to a couple comments he made because I mean, you kind of act like women are the enemy. Like you call women no, they're not. Queen. They're not the enemy. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me hold on. Let me go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. I'm, I'm using your words. Your words is what's between their legs is a weapon. I mean, it's not. It really isn't. I mean, it's it's something that, you know, creates life. I mean, I, I think a lot of a lot of a lot of things that you've said is obviously based on uh maybe experiences that you've had or you've learned with or learned from and I'm not trying to, you know, be disrespectful to you, but man, you sound kinda of bitter. You know? I, I mean, want to go after classy. <laughs> because I mean at the end of the day what a what a what any child learns is gonna be reflective of how their parents carry themselves. They're not gonna necessarily look at just what they say, but they're also gonna match that up <coughs> by what they do as well. So okay. if if a if a mother tells her daughter to be a princess but mm-hmm. she, the mother carries herself like something less, then mm-hmm. she's not, she's not going to pay attention to what she says. She's going to pay attention to what she does. Right. And vice versa with a with a with a with a with a young man. If his dad says, you know, you are a king, or what have you, but you know, his dad carries himself like a jerk and you know is not accountable. Then that's what the that's what the son is going to how he's going to carry himself. So, and so if you carry if you carry yourself if you carry yourself in such a way, you're not going you're only going to attract what you portray. So if you are if you honey, you're going to attract bees. If you shit, you're going to attract flies. That's it. And that's, and that and that's the reality. I mean, you can still attract flies even if you're honey. Okay, I'm so, sorry, Dwayne. I, I wish it was really like that because I know many guys who were really nice, really me, kind, and uh, and been brought up the best I, that you're... 
Go ahead, sorry. Hold, hold on. Is this classy or cute? Which one? Yeah, this is classy. This is cute. Okay, go oh, ahead, sorry. classy, and then I think Joe goes out the classy, okay. right? Uh, let me let me let me attempt to clean house a little bit, even though it's not my show. I, this is one of my top three favorite shows that men are talking. Um, let me make a suggestion, and nobody take it wrong. Okay, I have said to uh, uh, Stan before, and, and this is what 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 causes Joe. Listening to Joe when I first came to Blog Talk helped me actually make my points better because Joe is very even spoken. So I said this to Richard, and I hope this helps you, Stan. When you make the same point two or three times, it's like dominating the room. So my suggestion, like I made it to Richard, which, which he's become very great at it, uh, even better than me. He pauses. He asks rhetorical questions. If you, if you just spit it out, spit it out, it does come across as if it's a bitter thing. The thing I would suggest to Harry, though, in retrospect, I haven't heard one positive thing referred to men come from your verbiage so far. So while we do say that Stan comes across as passionate and it may appear to be better, we, we, I, I would challenge you also to think that many of the things that you have said, maybe for the love of daughter, love of wife, is pro-woman to the fact that nothing positive has been said about a man yet, including the drunken statement a moment ago. Lastly, uh, what drug addiction was that? Hold on, Harry. Well, that's that's what you had said. But lastly, the whole uh, uh, getting to the essence of, and I'm kind of mad that I curse now because I forgot this uh, (laughs) is a spiritual show. Uh, When the host made the point about spirituality, everyone forgets to teach their daughter 3111, which is. Husband, 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 death, trust in her, okay, so that he has no need for spoil. And I think that's what the two gentlemen, Joe and other people, and especially me, I'm trying to relate, is that no one is saying don't be pro-female. No one is saying don't do those things. What I think I'm saying is that once that daughter hits the world, she's not under your roof and your protection no more, what is she offering that guy to keep an umbrella over her other than, to Stan's point, what's between her legs? He maybe didn't articulate that well, but that's really what it is. So if you're teaching your daughter, as I teach my nieces, hey, look, make sure you pick a dude that has some type of stance about himself, even if you don't think he's attractive. My niece had to learn that lesson. She had somebody she liked until one day the, the, the dude she was with, and, you know, she was 22 at the time, an older dude who was interested in her, which I had no problem with, he was established, worked at FedEx, he offered her a job. Here her boyfriend go, he got one for me too. So those are the people I'm trying to protect my niece from and not give her the illusion, per Stan and Joe's point, that, hey, it's just all about you. You know, whatever you do is okay. No. And now my niece has a business. She, she's dealing with Japanese food, which is another culture. I'm teaching her about that and how to interact with those people. So when a dude comes into her world, it's not about what you want. and It's who's going to benefit the circle you've created for yourself. And that was my point, and that's what I think the other guys are trying to relay. Okay, Harry. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out. 
I mean, you made a couple of accusations. I'm not trying to make it personal, but no, no. I, mean, I think you, I think you mischaracterized what I was saying. It's not about me being, you know, pro woman or okay. not saying, not saying. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. Let me give you an opportunity to say one positive thing about males. Go ahead. I mean, we should act like kings. Okay, next I mean, year. We, I was and, totally and, wrong. And, I was totally and, wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And, let, him, let him finish. And, and I, I think a lot of times, you know, when I'm talking to a lot of men, we often try to cop out when we make bad decisions. Because ulti- ultimately, the sum total of your life is the quality of the decisions you make. Mm-hmm. And what happens, I think, is we, you know, there are women that are very uh, crafty and conniving, and they will attempt to put us in situations that will be uh, advantageous to their particular outcome. But we need to be keen enough to be aware of what those things are so we're not making those bad decisions about the women that we deal with. I mean, a lot of a lot of brothers on the phone say, in my first marriage, I made this decision, and then when they got caught up to where they need to be, when they were in their second marriage, they made a better decision. You know what I mean? We're not gonna we're not gonna be perfect in everything that we do, but we gotta mm-hmm. own up. We, we we gotta own up to to the decisions and the actions that we take in our lives and in our marriages. And that's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not saying that women are absolved of the wrong things that they do. But I think oftentimes we don't. We don't say, you know, damn, I made a wrong decision. I should have never messed with that girl. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or I did this when I should have did that. But right. all, this, all the time, a lot of times I hear is. Oh, that girl, she's horrible, or she's this, or she's a B, or she's a this. But you made the decision to be with her, so you gotta you gotta own up to your part of the decision too. That's all yes, I'm saying. And I agree. And I agree with what you're saying. I I agree completely with what you're saying. But I and to come back to what you're saying, the thing of responsibility and accountability. That's another thing you need to teach your daughter. And I'm sorry to say, if we put men and women in that category, men are way above when it comes to responsibility for many things. I could come. Do you think that, hey, Stanley? Do you think that's because that that that's our design to you know? Because if something happens, I often notice like when people come to the house. If the grass is not cut, they will say, "Man, this dude need to come out here and cut his grass. Don't make his yeah. sense. His house no, needs to look like yeah, this." Exactly. And then when there's they come, no, and then yeah, hold on, they, Stanley, hold on, Stanley. And then when they come inside the house, they say, "Man, this woman, man, she needs, she keeps a nasty house." So I think, like, like so, do you think that society kind of sets us up on our path to how we need to be? I mean, and because that kind of pushes the woman in a in a direction, and it kind of pushes the man in a direction of responsibility, and and the woman in a direction of responsibility to the kids and the home. You agree? Hey, no? the, the thing that I truly believe with men that we have a strong, we have no problem being honest with each other as men and not have feelings with it. 
Right, okay. Go to any women and be honest, and they could come with any issue and things like that. And you're saying to them, what, and we all know that door. We, we as men, we have two different doors. Do I tell the truth or do I sugarcoat it? And we all know as men, we've all went in experience. I've seen you know, at one point we come as a, as a good friend to a girl and, and a close friend. So a girl that we consider almost like a sister, you know what, I'm going to tell you the truth, why you got cheated, why you got played, why this guy left, and you tell her the truth, the complete truth, not but sugarcoating. You remember what you said earlier, man? Go ahead. Remember what you said earlier? You said, you know, when we, when we, they act off of purely emotion. So when, when they ask for the truth, you know, I'm a brutally honest person. I can't <laughs> give my wife the truth how I need to give her the truth in order for her to stand it, understand it to the magnitude that I want her to understand it in. If I gave her the truth, she would not understand, and she would react from emotion, as you stated earlier. Yeah. You agree yeah, with that? Then she's I agree with that. You. I agree with that. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm saying, Joe, what you say, accommodating Joe? her. I'm, yeah, saying, I'm sorry, Joe. Like, what did you say? I said, oh, that means that you're accommodating her. I'll wait till Stan's finished, because I still want to... Let me just finish in this because the thing of responsibility I heard that the guy is saying we need to take responsibility. I'm sorry. As a man, I, I'll take full responsibility for any relationship I went through and any bad relationship. I have no problem with that. But tell that to a sister. She'll come with all the excuses in the world until a very old sister or a grandfather will tell her the truth and she will listen to that. But it's as a brother and everything, she will tell her the truth. She won't accept it. How many people, let's, let's go to another life. thing. A perfect example. You're out of shape as a man. Any of our brothers you could, in the room, if we're out of shape, you could come to any of us and tell us you're out of shape, you need to do something about it. Try to say that to any sister or any woman. Right. And be honest about it. Look at all the reasons. You will hear all the excuses in the world, even though you're being honest. You're not sugarcoating it. You're not doing something. You're bringing her responsibility because you're telling her in her face, if you don't even take care of yourself, for your own body, which is supposed to be sacred, what does it tell you around the What does it tell you, me about you? Right. Okay. But sometimes I think with women, you don't, it's not hey, necessarily. Hey, Harry, 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 Harry. Hold, on, hold on. I, I, just, um, I just want to say this one thing. Let me just hold on. Let, let, hold done. on. I'll let you say. It. Hold okay. on a second, right. Joe. Let, I mean, Harry. Let let Joe get in real quick because he's been waiting. Okay. Yeah. Let me address what the host was talking about. Like he can't be brutally honest with his wife. Now to take you out of the equation, uh, personally, and just do it as a general type of uh, situation. If um, let's say a woman says, "How do I look in this dress?" and she's about ten pounds overweight. Now I'll say, "You look fine. You look okay." She asks again. I say, "You look okay." She asked me the third time. I'm saying, you look like you're trying to stuff 15-pound sausage into a 5-pound bag. <laughs> because if she's going to be insisted upon the truth, then she better woman up and take it. Okay? Now, the first time you can, you can deal with a woman's emotions and say, okay, I'm a gentleman. But if they're going to insist on it, let them take it and let them grow up. Okay, so, so your, suggestion, your suggestion is if they ask more than twice, then give it to, to them. To me, yeah, after twice, I mean, look, <laughs> okay. you, want, you want both barrels, you're going to get both barrels. Don't come back at me because you, you're just going to have to leave. But, I'm trying okay. to be nice, but you wouldn't let me, huh? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, look, you know, men are not supposed to walk around uh, on this particular planet on eggshells just because some chick says, well, you know, you can't talk to me like that. Well, yeah, I can, especially if you're asking for the truth. Hey, well, Joe, check this out. Where you live at? Montana. 
Okay, I will be flying to Montana if she kicks me out of the house and, and I have a frying pan imprint on the back of my head, okay? You can come on over and then I'll pay for your ticket on the way back to your wife so that you can deal with her. Uh, All right, hey, go ahead, man. I'm sorry, Joe. Where you, um, hold on, Harry. No, I just wanted to address what you said uh, at first, but I just wanted to make it clear that I don't think anybody here is saying do not raise your daughters to be all that they can be. Do not raise your daughters to walk with respect. Do not raise your daughters to go out there, earn the money, okay? Right. What I'm saying, and I don't know how many people agree with me on that outside of Stan and maybe Q, is that they, the women, the daughters, they can be taught you are daddy's little girl, no problem. You are my little princess, no problem. But they should also be taught in plain, simple English, we can spoil you, you daughter. We love you. But the world doesn't know you a goddamn thing. Okay, watch your mouth. Don't okay. Uh, <laughs> but you okay. have to bring something to the man. Don't forget, two of you are in a relationship. Men, and as Harry was talking about, men should walk with respect. Yes, should walk loving themselves with self-esteem. Yes. But that does not change the, the ordinary woman, the ordinary American woman, white, black, not Chinese, but white, right. black, and Hispanic. Who think of me, myself, and I. That's the way they've been raised subliminally. They've come across Disney pictures. They've read their stupid comic books about <laughs> the heroes. They, I call it you know, female pornography about how these women are raised when they, when they see this crap, this propaganda in the media. They believe they should be treated as porcelain princesses. Okay. They exert a lot of effort into going out to become cheerleaders, to go on the gym team, to play basketball. But they will exert more effort playing basketball in their four years of high school than they will throughout their whole um, time being married to a man. Okay, hold on. Okay. Now, Wait. was 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 Dwayne next or, or Q or Harry? It was Harry. It was Harry. Okay, go ahead. You got to turn it. Yeah, was... I'm sorry. Say again now. <laughs> No, I said he gets another turn? Wow. I'm going to change my name to Harry. <laughs> <laughs> we just trying to give everybody a chance to talk because all of okay, you guys have good points. Great points. Yeah, yeah, Joe. You didn't know I was a man around here, did you? <laughs> 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 I get my I get my way totally on style, you know. <laughs> the king. But any but anyway, what I was what what I want to say is I completely agree. You know, you have to you have to balance it out. But the one thing that I what I would say is, um, in being honest with you, you have to be honest at all times because. And we had a couple shows about this. We had a show about this a couple weeks ago about being honest. And I know Rodney had asked me the question. I was like, in our house, we brutally honest with one another because when you're not honest with one another, you gotta you gotta cover up any type of white lie or sugar coat and you gotta keep padding on the sugar coat until you know the you know the whole house falls apart. And you don't want that. The second thing is you sometimes if you need to express something to your wife, it may not be necessary to say anything, but it may be an action that you take. So say for instance let's say for instance your wife may be overweight or whatever the case, you may make a suggestion after dinner, say, honey, let's go for a walk. Or, honey, let's eat X. I would like to eat X this evening. 
can you make can you make it for me? You know what I mean? Right, there's right, diff- right. There's there's different ways in which you can address the situation. You got to think out of the box because obviously what you what you're trying to communicate with your honesty is to get a desired response from your wife. Right. I so agree. if you don't so if you if you hold back or sugarcoat you're just padding their feelings but you're never going to get the response that you want. But if you think about okay how can I address this situation to get the the desired response it may not it may be something you say other times it may be something that you do. And I find you know what's helpful for me is my actions carry a lot more weight than what I say. Right. Dang. Good words, man. Yeah, well, right. nobody wants to respond. I like to respond to that. Well, let me jump in if I can. Dwayne. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm just going to drop these two things, and then uh, I've got to go because i got to wash dishes for my wife get home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, man. Um, I think if we've listened to what everyone has said, uh, we've all said the same things. I think uh, we may have said it, you know, the mechanics may have been different or uh, the passion and emphasis may have been on one side, but I've heard all of us say that we can uh, teach our daughters that they are special, but at the same time, you've got to bring something to the table. And sometimes that comes from the father. If there's a two-parent household, if both of the parents are in the picture, uh, it'll come from, you know, the mother also. Uh, but unfortunately, right now, I think that the people that are having children now, they don't teach them the balance because the people that are having children now are people that are spoiled. There's a difference between thinking you're a princess and being spoiled. So old school teaching, uh, and I'm 54, so I'm an old school dude, would make sure that both of them have that they had both sides but unfortunately um it's not the case uh now so it has to come from somewhere a surrogate aunt uncle or somebody um so that you know both people will be bringing something to the table and nobody will feel that they've settled uh as as i said as a negative thing that's why i was trying to get an understanding of what settled is uh but also and i've said this before i just wanted to repeat it that I think it's great that there's a show like this where men can come on and talk about these things because most of the times we're talked about, but we're not talk. We're not talking, and when we're talked about, we're talked about in a negative sense. So I just appreciate you know Rodney and everybody that has uh, put this together and uh, you know giving brothers a chance and a platform and where we're listened to. Right. Yeah. You know what only. and all value has been given from, to what we said. And all of us come from different walks of life, and, and that's why we uh, we value everybody's opinion because, it, it I mean, I can use all of these and, and be okay in the, in, in the end. So, uh, But, yeah, but without further ado, go, go ahead, uh, Classy. Go ahead, Classy. No, I just want to say good, I just wanna say good night, and okay. brothers, you all take it, because I really do have to go. Hey, thank you, uh, brother. Okay, uh, I you really, all, really appreciate that was, it, man. That was me okay. wanting to respond to Harry. Okay, go ahead, Joe. Um. Because he brings up a point where he says he's brutally honest within the um, within his relationship, within his marriage. And if the wife is overweight, then, you know, you can say it in a diplomatic way about, you know, maybe we should go running together. Now, that's okay if you want to go running with her. Now, let's say with me, 
somebody is 15 pounds overweight, I'm not exactly getting up to par, if you know what I mean. I'm not, I'm not doing the do because she's turning me off. Now, she says to me in bed, babe, why don't we go running together? Now, if I want to go running together, that's cool. But if I don't want to go running, I'm going to tell her I'm not the one who's fat. I'm not the one who's being turned off. Okay? Again, I like women to women up. I do not accommodate. Are you, are you, so are you married right now, Joe? Oh, hell no. Oh, okay, okay. So, hey, uh, this. <laughs> so but, I'm, uh, I'm done. Ding, 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 ding. This is classy. Right, Let yeah. me. Uh... Yeah, yeah, All right, Joe. Let, 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 make, hey, Joe, were, were you Jumping. done, Joe? Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Let me, let me let Classy get in, and then Stanley, you can go next. All right. Okay. Um, now here's the part where I disagree with Joe. Uh, as a single dude, I operate the same way Joe does, but I'm a single dude. I've had to recently counsel two of my good friends who I've known for years about their marriage, and I take a, 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 a life coach counseling approach that is not my life because I understand what they're dealing with. You can't use me and Joe's example in your marriage or your long-term relationship. You do have to, be, you, you do have to conform a little bit. But let me merge the two. Here's what happened with one guy. Keep it real short. I saw him out cheating. I normally don't speak on my friends, but love the hell out of his wife. Think she's a good chick. I said, dude, don't jeopardize your whole investment, the three boys, all this stuff, for some scallywag. You're going to cheat, at least cheat white man right. Cheat with somebody in a whole other county who's also married and got something to lose. Do it that way. Or go be a swinger. But do not be out here trying to relive your teens and your college days with some chick. Well, you don't understand, he said, and you're not married. I said, dude, go to your wife and tell her what you need, per Joe's point. Man, you can't do that, dude. Go tell her, hey, look, I need for you to drop 20, 30 pounds, and I'm going to give you a way to make it happen. It doesn't need to be that blunt, but you need to convey to her what your issues are because right now you're chasing dress sizes. You ain't even chasing upstanding chicks. took him about eight months because we men are very hard-headed. Had to get, a, 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 get, get into an argument on the phone with the chick who he said had an understanding. And said, yeah, I got to reinvest in my wife. So I told him, hey, go to the mall. Buy your girl some fits you would like to uh, see her in, but but make sure it's a it's a dress size too small. Go ahead. <laughs> he, he did that. It was a shock, but you know what she she did? What most women, what most lionesses and tigers and mama bears do? I'm gonna challenge myself to get in this dress because he want to see me in it. She was out there running the next day. Now, it's not going to necessarily happen with your chick like that, but per Joe's point and per Harry's point, merging the two, you've got to do right. something to still right. be you as a guy instead of just saying, I'm going to accept it and be miserable and then do something brash like my friend did and be seen on the streets cheating. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Hey. Awesome. Okay, go ahead, Stanley. 
No, I agree with what you're saying. Exactly. I agree very much what you're saying. But the thing that I feel a lot of men feel that they can't be honest with their wife or their girlfriend because honesty in the relationship, many relationships, has not been respected. How many women or how many men try to be honest with their girlfriend at the beginning of the relationship, but they get blasted for any subject there is? And I'm sorry, as a man, a lot of guys are going to say, you know what? Happy wife, happy life. So I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Even though in their mind they think about a lot of things that they wish they could say, but I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not, not going to rope the boat like a lot of guys says. And it brings the cheating. It brings the whole thing like that. And then women are like, oh, I don't know what happened. You know? <laughs> right. You know? Right. And, 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 and the thing I want to say, I, I'm sorry. I truly believe responsibility when when I hear a lot of guys are saying, well, you can't say it that way, you can't say, look, if that woman let herself go physically, is it my responsibility? I had that argument with my girlfriend last week. Is it my responsibility because she put the blame on me? It's your responsibility. You're putting pressure on this and that. I had to stop her and say, look, whoa, 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 whoa. you gained the weight. I didn't. Ooh, I got to respond to that. I, I did it. I helped you. I was there to support you. I was there to believe in you. I never put you down. I encouraged you for any anything that you did. We went to the trainer together. We went to the, the specialist together that does something more than just you uh, going to a scale and saying, oh, my God, I'm, not, I'm, I'm still uh, 175. I didn't lose any weight. But you lost body fat and things like that, which you don't know. Right, right. I did all those things. I encourage you, whatever you did, you follow me in any exercise. Everybody that I know told you that you're an athlete. Which responsibility is in mine now? Oh. I, can't, I, I, can, I can push you and tell you every day, you're great, you're great, you're great. But until you don't believe it, until you don't own it, there's nothing I could do. That's right. And, and, and there's a lot of men that they try, and husbands, that try to make they think in their life, I am supposed to make my woman happy. I'm sorry, man. We can't do that. We don't have that power. None of, no man has that power. The only power you have is to make that woman feel special. But happiness is her own responsibility. That I really 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Want to jump in. Here's where I slightly disagree. Let me um, – go, go, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I want to say that I agreed with you 95% classic, um, especially given the example about somebody with a long-term relationship. Yeah, you should be um, conscientious enough to be diplomatic enough to talk to somebody who's your significant other, especially if they're long-term and, you know, and maybe in a more mild way. And if people uh, would ask me, how many girls do you chase away by doing blood, I would say, it hey, more than a few. But... <laughs> At the same time, these girls who are leaving me will go to somebody else who is more obnoxious, more thuggish, and stay with them rather than be with me when I treat them nicely. So the long, long short of it is I would rather be by myself and wait for the next train to come along than to be with somebody who's going to give me agita. You know, but I'm agreeing with the class about 95% of what you're saying. What and what um, Stanley's saying, our responsibility as men is to make a woman feel important to us. How she right. feels happy is going to be dependent upon her emotional baggage. I don't have shit to sorry, I don't have anything to do with that. Right, right, right. 
I'm 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 gonna do a little mail bashing. So uh blame this on, on on the conversation is not my heart necessarily, but I'm being honest to our discussion. Because I, I thought about I, I thought about Harry's point. And and it needs to be said and we all men and, and this is just a mail bash in general for for us, our gender. You know, part of part of our issue with this whole topic is simply this. We accommodate too much to the point where we lose ourselves and then blame the chick. And many a times personal self. I used to be such a pimp in what I did that the minute I started caring, I started getting bitter because I'm like, I'm being nice. What the hell? (laughs) And it's really the fault of us as dudes because when we don't develop our self or develop our sons or develop our nephews to deal with how women really get down, it's our fault. And then we come back and say, these chicks should do this. I've come back and said, these chicks should do that. And they should. But you know who should, who got a greater responsibility? Me for being me first, caring about me first, and not putting my life around what a female does and doesn't do. So when a brother gets married, when I plan to get married, all the stuff that I kick right now, what I have realized, after five years of helping brothers through counseling, under pressure is when my opinion really matters. I can make statements. I can do all. But when I'm under the pressure of dealing with this chick, if I can't stick to half of this stuff that I'm kicking now, what is the point? So I'm settling if I lose me and not able to say, hey, 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 sweetheart, sweetheart. Hey, hey, calm down. Uh, we don't need to do it like that. This thing can be done rationally. If mm-hmm. I got to make a point to make a point to be right, then I'm failing the team. And that's that's just what I see. And, and my last point on us as men, outside of these shows, I volunteer a lot. And I just want to challenge gentlemen, one weekend out of a year, Go to one of these recreation centers and start one of these manhood conversations for the little boys who might happen to come through and hear our opinions and hear what we think. Because if we just hold a lot of this stuff to ourselves, what use is it to the next male generation? Good point, Glenn. Very good point. Great point. All right. Anybody else? Man, this has been an awesome show. And anybody else got anything? Any, anybody else want to make any last points? Yeah, that dude, classy. He needs his own show. Yeah, he does. He does. That's a great point. Uh, the responsibility part of the man. Yeah, I, I do agree. But if we want to build that responsibility that you're saying as a man, we need to build the responsibility of telling men that they need to be themselves and be and be proud to stand up for what they believe in and to, like you keep on saying to not let another woman influence you or what you truly believe in, and you have the right as a man to get what you want. And if you lose a woman, you lose a woman, but you won't lose who you are, your character, your integrity, the thing that made you a man. And don't ever lose that because of a woman. Not Stanley. Who was the dude that was talking before Stanley? Classic. Yeah, okay. All right. 
I was making sure yeah, I said my, the right dude's yeah, name. I, I, actually, I'm going to invite y'all to my Sunday show. I'm starting it next month again. Uh, I've just been doing so much volunteering here with Team Dads and work and trying to get my career on point. So I haven't had time to do the whole radio thing, but I'm working on my uh, my uh, brand. We're getting all the Facebook redone and all that type of stuff. So it'll 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 launch uh, next month, and I'll, I'll invite you guys. What about your albums, Clancy? Uh, actually, to be honest, you know, I sing too. I'm 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 a baritone G4. Um, yeah, I know. I'm actually, uh, yeah, I I do a lot of background vocals, and I'm gonna be working on a mixtape as well. I do poetry too, so I'm a busy dude. Now I'm trying to I'm trying to do this whole seven streams of income thing. So I know that's uh, right. That's really, yeah, I really want to do the things that I like doing. Oh, uh, Bob Allen, huh? All right, fellas, and we we appreciate all of you guys coming to tonight's show. Uh, we got a, a lot of knowledge uh, from different cultures, from different you know races, religions, and 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 I believe it all works. You know, I believe uh, once we apply it to our lives and our daughters and our wives, you know, and I think that it all comes together to uh, to the for a greater good. So uh, we're going to go into open mic. And uh, you guys can, we can, on that line, we can talk about whatever else we want to talk about, and, and it's not no order in particular. So, oh, wow. I, oh, okay. Go ahead. Because um, what you were talking about and what you were just directing yourself into uh, was reminding me that um, the guys that probably come to a show like this are probably very insightful, probably have situations they've dealt with. But I also want to let you guys know that you're not, you're not alone. There's also another BTR show, because remember when I came on, the screener asked me, um, you know, why I was here, and I told him I thought that this was a, the, ma- the show about married pastors. Pastors have the same problem. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. What exactly right, yo. It's amazing. Pastors, secular people, single people, we all have the same problem. We all <laughs> have the same issue. <laughs> and that's why we got one show. <laughs> so. If you're a married man or a man with problems, this is the show for you. Or a single so, man or a married pastor, nobody's escaping the problems of relationships. Exactly, Joe. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to flip this thing over to open mic. We guys, if you can come back next week at same time, same place, next Tuesday at 930, well, we're going to see you next week, and uh, we're going to have another exciting show for you. Thanks.
In Search of Good Pussy by Ronald Spears. Oh yeah. I don't know if yeah. you, that was uh yeah. that was that was a good one. Um yeah. How to Hustle and Win by Supreme uh Mathematics. And then um then the last one was the um the Meta Netter by Rod Nefron Man. The Meta Netter? What's that? Mm-hmm. Well, metanetta means language of the gods. It's like that Egyptian uh, uh, or comedic philosophy book. Oh, okay. And it okay. and it just it just breaks down just a lot of just things. It's a I'm telling you, it's a heavy book. You like read like one page, and you'll be like, I need to stop there and digest it. That's how heavy it is. Wow. But they but they have but they have several and it and they and they correspond to like the Bible. So it'll say, you know, this and. This is how it corresponds to this book, that book, or whatever. But it's, you know. Was this information gathered from Knowledge from the Dead Scrolls, or this is something aside from that? Yeah, from my yacht. Um, oh, okay. And, uh, well, you know, Egyptian Book of the Dead, which is actually the coming forth of day. Um, yeah. And a couple other and a couple other things, but it's a it is a it is a it is like a heavy read, and it's a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the phone, 